And it's Carolina Peace, even though I don't look like Carolina Peace, I am Carolina Peace. And uh, you're listening to Tom and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loud cast. So keep listening, keep rocking. Oh boy. Here we go. Boy. Pressing the button, Star Broker Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Zeppelin Dice? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck will be Six one seven five two five. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. What's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 197. Kiss Cruise 11 recap, part two. Electric Boogaloo. What's oh, this one about, Tom? More, more cruise shenanigans. Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. Getting, I'm getting tired of cruise talk. I'm getting tired of Kiss Cruise. How can you get tired of that ass, Takashi? <laughs> oh, I see your point. There were no asses on the cruise that looked like Betty's. So, no, no, no. not at all. Yikes. Hair pie. Oof. Yes. Oh, God, uh, Tom, we're continuing our cruise talk. And uh, last week we talked about part one. Uh, we just put the uh, photos up finally. I just yep. finally did a photo dump. After this episode airs, I'll put part two photo dump uh, again out, and uh, hopefully we'll move on. But we got to get the rest of the cruise story out there. Oh, yeah. Lots to talk about. Yeah. And last week, we did a poll. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we go forward, we go backwards. 
But first, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Tony Barone and ABCPA Inc. A Loudcasters, ABCPA Inc. is an accountant firm located in the suburbs of Chicago that can assist you with all your accounting and tax needs. For businesses, they offer bookkeeping, financial statements, payroll processing, payroll tax returns, sales tax returns, filing federal and state income tax returns, and help with starting your own business as well. I want to start my own business too. I want to do Ace Fraley's flip-flop <laughs> sandal shop. <laughs> so people can look at my wonderfully fungi-infested feet. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking of that. The fuck is a mess? I don't know. <laughs> well... If Ace does need a new sandal and flip-flop store, he Ugh. should go to Tony Barone. Tony will help him out. Uh, well, Tony will help anybody out because Tony's the best. <laughs> yeah. Good luck understanding what his business plan is, but hey. my, my Tony, uh, I need some help with my bunions. <laughs> well, that's not what I do here, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> can I... Can I... <laughs> Can I write off some of these skin tag removals off my bottom of my of my leg? Oh Jesus. Skin tags. Just the I poor Tony. He's trying to do an ad read on the friggin' show. It's okay. It's just well, come on. Tony is awesome. That I, I know, I know. He, he if he can handle ace, he'll be happy with some of the fucking normal people that call him up. So <laughs> Me a normal fucking loudcaster, please. Uh, what about me? <laughs> Wait, they're out there? They are. We met a few of them on the cruise. Uh, for individuals, they offer help with sole proprietorship, rental real estate, trust and estate tax returns, and filing personal federal and state income tax returns. They have access to all 50 states. So whether you live in, uh, do you got a couple, Tom, you can think of? Sure, whether you live in uh, New Mexico or uh, Kentucky. Are you Governor Bill Richardson here? Hey, remember that guy? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Governor Bill Richardson. I was an ambassador to the UN. Okay, fucking chops. <laughs> Heavy D. All right, relax. <laughs> well, those are two good states there you got there. What do you say oh, yeah? there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Kiss Army? If you own a business with employees and had a 20% reduction of revenue than you did in 2019 due to COVID or state mandated shutdowns, you may be entitled to tax credits. Ace, bring me those tax credits over here. I'll take them off your hand. What's a tax credit, Gene? I got nothing. <laughs> Poor Tony. This might be the last ad read ever. We, I, hey, Gene, I got a new business plan. The Ace Fraley nose increaser. <laughs> you start off with my nose from the 70s and you look at it, the one I got on now. It's a fucking beauty. <laughs> Jesus. Follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, and visit them on their website, abcpainc.com. That's abcpinc.com or you can email our buddy Tony Barone the biggest Rush fan we know yeah Tony at abcpainc 
abcpainc.com. That's Tony at abcpainc.com. Or call them at 708-430-3232. Again, 708-430-3232. Yeah, ABCPA Inc. I'm going to give them a call right after I, I practice for this gig. Who am I kidding? I never practice. I don't even know what that ad read was about because I don't pay taxes. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's that's hitting below the belt. What's a fucking tax return? Tax return? What are you talking about? I'm usually just signing off a fake Chinese Gibsons for a couple bucks. Just pay me in cash and we'll fucking cut, cut a deal. Just make sure Rachel ain't looking. We got more to talk about Ace later in news. We'll, we'll get to that. Hey, Ace, want to come on our show? We love you. <laughs> He'll probably be like, yeah, what's going on? I remember you guys. <laughs> you got some tax advice for me? <laughs> yeah, come on your show if you can hook me up with your buddy, Tony. There's another Shout It Out Loudcast skit. Ace Freely, tax <laughs> consultant. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Freely, do I get a write-off for uh, mileage on my car? How the fuck should I know? Ace, uh, I need a uh, a W two to fill. W two? <laughs> you talk? You mean World War two? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a W two. Uh I'll have to look in my mantle in my basement and see if it's over there next to hey. my Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, give some love to Tony Barone. We love him. The best Please. CPA accountant that I know. And uh, he's awesome. He takes care of all the loudcasters. They give him a call. Be the next one to call him. He's awesome. Yeah, Tony's a great guy. And uh, please check him out if you're looking for your tax needs. We love Tony. And we're getting towards the end of the year. So you're definitely going to need him. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom, what was the poll we did last week? Okay. The poll was we talked about uh, the Sail Away show. Okay. So we picked, we picked four songs. And which of these songs? Performed on the Kiss Sail Away show, are you most happy with seeing them play? The options were Shock Me, Plaster Caster, Two Timer, and Going Blind. Two Timer blew everybody out of the water. 56, okay. 56%. What was important about it is how we phrased that. Yes. Because most, if we just said, What's your favorite song on this? Most list? Ha- yeah, most happy with seeing them play. Exactly. Right. So are you happy with the Tommy Thayer Kiss playing Shock Me? Uh, not is shock me the best song. Oh, we're getting to that. Oh. We're getting to that. So two timer runs away with it. 56%. Then you get shock me at 20 plastic caster at 15 going blind at 10. couple comments here. This is a comment that I wanted to kind of engage in James six star. He listens to our show a lot. Big supporter of the show. James. Thank you. He says, I don't get the bashing when it comes to the current band doing shock me. I really believe it pays homage to ACE. They think that much of Tommy. That he does it as a sign of respect to Ace. Ace and his band do Kiss songs as well. Okay, first, here's my problem. I don't, Zeus and I have talked, I'll speak for me. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that Tommy and Eric are in the band wearing Spaceman and Catman makeup because that's the product that Kiss is trying to sell to the fans. I do have a problem with Eric and Tommy singing Peter Chris and Ace Freely songs. Tommy doing Shock Me. Eric doing Beth or Black Diamond, because those are specific songs made popular and written by them for the most part. The problem here is that I think Paul, and this is all Paul, 
I think Paul is trying to kind of gaslight the fans a little bit and saying, oh, no, this is Kiss. That's a Spaceman song. It's not an Ace Frehley song. And Tommy's the Spaceman, so Tommy's going to sing Shock Me. Meanwhile, everybody in the crowd is like, dude, I love the song, but we're not that dumb, are we? Maybe we are. And I'm not, I guess I just went and called Kiss fans dumb because we all are dumb in a certain way. But I think it's Paul being like, oh, no, that's a Spaceman song. It's not an Ace Frehley song. I see your point. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I see, see your point. Oh, and as far as Ace singing Kiss songs, that's stupid, too, if he didn't, if he's not the vocalist. Dude, what he the fuck is yeah. Strutter, Strutter in his set list? Exactly. But that being said, James, I appreciate and respect your opinion. If you think that it's fine with Tommy singing it, playing it, you're not dumb. I didn't mean to, if that's what you interpreted that, you're not dumb. Um, But I, I that's where I stand. I don't want to hear them, especially shock me. Fucking Ace wrote it because it happened to him personally. But that's just me. Go ahead, Zeus. Okay. I mean, so it, it would be tough because you get to the point where if there's a band and it's a big song, you're like, oh, we can't play this song because so-and-so did it. Also a good point. I got but it. But here's the thing. ACDC does highway to hell yep on scott does not look like brian johnson and brian johnson does not look like bon scott but brian johnson does not copy him but acdc only has a singular lead vocalist so they have no choice but to play those songs okay but they could play everything going forward they could have just done fucking back in black as concert i got you and 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 just drop the bon scott's that's fair that's fair all all i'm saying is if you're gonna do a songs I get it. You you can play it to how the band played it, but you don't have to do the crow feet. You don't have to do the fucking <laughs> the rockets, the rockets, the-, the fucking the same solo. That's the Paul. Oh, Alive is a classic, so we have to play the solos from that. Like, dude, no, come up with your own shit. But that's my point. That's Paul saying no. That's a spaceman song, and Tommy is the spaceman. It's not that's that's Paul. That is Paul saying we are the demon, the star child, the catman, and the spaceman. It's not Peter and Ace anymore. It's Catman yeah, I, and Spaceman. I, I'm not sure. I think Gene is the brand guy. So Gene might be saying, You gotta continue with the brand. You gotta and then Maybe. Paul is the vindictive fuck. He's like, No, fuck him. Do do it exactly like that. Fuck him. It's the could, spaceman. It that's also that's, that's how I see it. Honestly, I I that's also a very distinct possibility. Right? I, yeah. I just think yeah. Gene is Business-wise, you want a brand. Stick to the brand. The four faces, the four characters, the four things. Stick to people. And and Paul loves the fucking, everybody loves Alive. It's the greatest live album. This is from Alive. And then do the solo from Alive. Peter, Do the Peter solo from Alive. And and emulate them exactly. Walk up like you're going to fall down and stumble. And have your feet like a two-year-old does with his crow feet. Like, ah! (laughs) Come on, dude. It's way over the top. Well, there's more comments about that. Because we got one here from Egghog. (laughs) Who says, I agree that Shock Me is an odd pick for Tommy. Because it's a rare Kiss song that's actually inspired by a real experience. I don't really care about the Cheater Chris fake Ace stuff, but doing that song is weird. Wow, that's exactly what I said, Agog. He says, maybe do a fucking song that Tommy actually wrote. Well, that's never going to happen. And then we got a comment on that from Jazz Slob, who says, I love hearing Tommy do Shock Me. No problem with that. So that's, that's, that's where you get, that's where you get, that's the Kiss fans. And that's fine. That's just my, it's my personal private business. It's my personal private opinion. Yeah, well, not doing any. Doesn't business. look like you're doing any business. Uh, let's get into a couple 
episode That's good though, though, Tom. I sound like we had a few different names. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. Keep them coming. Yeah. Uh, We got another one here from. Okay. This is like the longest Twitter handle on planet Earth. This is Major Parker. Hashtag ZSHQ. Three hearts. Hail Billy and Winston. That's the entire thing. And they say, I would love to hear an entire episode done in your ace voices. Oh, pretty difficult to do, but I think it's manageable. We could probably pull it off somehow. Might get a little tiring. Actually, let's go to this comment from uh, Twisted Kister. See, I can't do it. Twisted Kister, our buddy. Always enjoy these recaps. I have to enjoy this Kiss Cruise through all of the posts and videos. Glad to hear that you guys enjoy the LA Maybe, a local Carolina band. Try to see them whenever I can. Like you two, they also have a really entertaining podcast and seem to be great guys. Yes, Twisted Kister tagged them in that tweet and now we have established a conversation with the band so keep an eye on that who knows maybe uh we're now uh chatting with the la maybe guys who uh, were awesome on the cruise um, uh but i gotta interrupt you please do <laughs> oh my favorite thing oh is three days into the cruise somehow in the middle of the conversation with jeff trot He's like, yeah, there's a bunch of Lobcat. I've been hanging out with Twisted Kister. Oh, this whole God. This is the I'm best. like, who? He's like, yeah, Twisted Kister. I've been hanging on. Remember from fucking, uh, we Creatures saw him Fest. in Creatures Fest. I'm like, he's not on this cruise. Because then who the fuck have I been hanging out with? I, go, I don't know. I go out. So then he shows us Twisted Kister. So then he shows us the picture. I'm like, I, I don't know who that is. That ain't Twisted Kister, though. <laughs> What the fuck have I been hanging out with for three days? What the fuck would I know? <laughs> well, how the hell should I know, Connie? But yeah, maybe it's because you were fucking homatose shit face the whole cruise, Jeff. Dude, the only kid walking around with a aluminum tumbler filled with <laughs> vodka all week. <laughs> hey, uh, Jeff, we we drinking water? No, vodka. Why? What are you talking about? I think it was my goal every day when I saw Jeff Trotz to make him laugh. It I fuck making him crack up. It worked. I fucking it worked. love it. <laughs> uh, uh, another good one here. This comes from Tally Fockler. Yeah, I'm living. I'm, I'm living vicariously through you guys. Hopefully, I will see and meet you next year on the Kiss Cruise. All right, Tally, that'd be cool. Amy J, great episode as usual. Love hearing tales from the cruise. Oh, and then our friends over at the I Remember Now Queensrÿke podcast. Oh. Our buddy Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell. That's his. Uh, he's got a side cast himself. A couple other guys are on. He's there. got he's a sidecar. Got a side. <laughs> got the sidecar smashed into the pole and everything. Great episode as always. Looking forward to part two. Yeah, if you guys are Queensrÿke fans, check them out. It's called I Remember Now, the Queensrÿke podcast. Good stuff. Do they not? Uh, they don't talk about Lizzie Borden and stuff there, do they? No, it's just Queensrÿke. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. And then apparently we were criticized because it took me. 90 minutes before I said that I enjoyed the cruise. Uh, John Schaefer, big fan of the show and supporter. We love John. Uh, he was upset that we didn't start off the show by saying how great it was. <laughs> and that we took our time getting to that point and talking about the citrus toilet smell and all that other stuff. Um, so we love John, but I, I think he, I, I think he was applying for, for an intern as a production manager. Yeah, the thing I said, as I said to John, I'm like, buddy, 
do you not know our show? We, this is us. This is how we do our thing. And there's plenty of other footy pajama kiss podcast, you know, shit. Now kiss sunshine every day. And that's what you want. You have that, have at it. There, there are plenty of them out there. You can listen to, right. But this is how we do our show. And this is how we're going to continue to do our show. Hopefully you'll stick around. And I think he got it. And, uh, yeah. in the, it, it's just, just a fucking. It was content. fun, and we and, and we've interacted with John many times, so we we had a, we had a good time with him. Uh, all right, so that's Twitter. All right, Tom. Let me get to Facebook. New Patreon member, Tom Selling. Fucking name, I love it, dude. That guy was super active on the cruise. God bless all him. All over the place. He, if yeah. you follow him, he put a lot of photos up. He's got a lot yes. of stuff going on. Uh, Tom's a great guy. We had fun hanging out with him. Uh, great meeting you guys. And he put a photo of his shirt that he made the shout out loudcast. And on the back, it says, thanks, Paul. God bless you, brother. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, our buddy, Brad, I know every fucking crappy band there's ever been in the world. Rustoven. Oh, come on. That's backpack. <laughs> Brad. Backpack, backpack. I'm just saying he knows of them. That's all. He knows very uh, obscure information. That's I'll all. give you that. If there was, if there was like obscure band Jeopardy, Brad yes. would crush it. Him and the Potter Than Hell people could oh, take on anybody. I agree. Great recap. Be sure to listen to the entire outro of Kiss Tart Karaoke. A great what the fuck with Tom with 22 seconds left. I, I went back and listened to that. I was completely unaware because it's the guy singing going blind. <laughs> and all of a sudden in the background, you say, what the fuck? Dude, it was the most. I tried to describe it to somebody. I have video of it. If somebody wants it, DM me. I'll send it to you. I wasn't going to put it up because uh, just it was a fucking freak show between the hefty, hefty, hefty uh Women in the sailors' outfits that just were not very uh, flattering. The fucking little lady from uh, Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. With the inflatable guitar just bouncing around on stage. That inflatable guitar the whole fucking Kiss Cruise on Kiss Karaoke the whole time. Um, A bunch of fucking Kiss. I don't even know what to call them. Tards, morons, idiots, dressed up, singing Lick It Up. Alan walking around with his tongue out performing air cunnilingus and then fucking sad gene walking around and alan licking his cape fucking the most surreal thing you'll ever see tracy said it best our our lovely friend tracy who stayed with us for the week we love tracy she said it the best she said going to kiss karaoke is like if a mental institution had family weekend. <laughs> Dude, you guys had and, every, and everybody shows up like, oh, okay, you're gonna do karaoke. Good job. Okay. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh just, man. Oh my god. And then you have this little short guy singing going blind in the middle of this. And they're just looking at each other. I don't know how many times everybody looked at each other and was like, what the fuck are we looking at? It was way different this year compared to last year. Like last year, I felt like it was more, it was crazy, but it was like fun and weird. Like this year, it was Surreal. like, it was like, what? Like <laughs> after like five minutes, you weren't laughing anymore. You were like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. There's a private game that we play, and I won't say it because I'll get in trouble if I say it. Yeah, don't. don't. But there's a private game that we play, (laughs) and this game, you would would be out within like three tries. You'd lose. I got it wrong. So anyway, um, Sean DeHaan, debate, which is a higher in statute, a kiss tard or a cruise tard? Ooh, well, to be a cruise tard, you have to be a kiss tard. So I think kiss tard's higher. Yeah. Our lovely friend, Jeff Kinsley. Yeah, Jeff. Oh, we had a lot of fun with him and Michelle. Absolutely. Yeah! Loudcasters. Awesome time hanging out with you guys. Got to agree that those deep cuts were far uh, from deep. Anyway, at least thinking Stanley was not on the ship. Thinking Stanley here, people. Let's drink those Sam Adams and get more tattoos. Yeah. Mentioned the awesome tattoo that Jeff had got. Yes, it's awesome. Harder than hell stuff. Yep. Yeah. And Michelle adds, we had such a fun time. You guys are hilarious. The episode was great. Agreed that Bruce Kulik's sets were sick. Looking forward to part two. Tell Christy I said hi. (laughs) I will when I find her, but I think you mean Tracy. Oh, that was so great. She's like, oh, now. Tracy with her southern charm and her southern politeness. Michelle, through no fault of her own, yeah, was like, oh, blah, 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 Christy. And 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 Tracy was like, oh, okay. I go, what are you talking about? Her name's Tracy. <laughs> and Michelle's like, oh, my God. I've been calling you Christy the entire time. And, and, Tr- and Tracy's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, no, it's oh, not I didn't okay. witness that. So that happened on the boat? It happened. Yeah, we were right in front of the bar on the pool deck. And then she just did it again? No, she did that. That was the joke. Oh, that was the joke. Oh, I get it. I'm like, oh, you mean Tracy? No, that's the joke because she screwed up and oh, called her Christy on the ship. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. That so that's why I just said, do you mean Tracy? Yes. Uh, oh, I thought you got the joke, too. No, no. I had no way. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. No, 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 yep. no, no, no. Uh, here's an interesting comment. John Pulovich. I hope I say that right, John. Uh, thanks for touching on Ace's appearance last week at the Chiller Theater Convention in New Ooh, Jersey. Yeah. Yep. I was there and waited 45 minutes in line for Ace. Oh, oh there no was shit. No movement on the line, and I gave up. Oh, man, that sucks. Wow. Oh. Uh, our friend Bunny Lebowski. Yeah, Bunny. Doc's regret that he didn't kill Peter Chris. Wow. That prick's drunk so many gallons of Kool Aid, he makes Jim Jones look like a beginner. Without Peter Chris as a founding member, Doc would be schlepping road cases for poison right now. Oh. That's not an opinion. That's a fucking fact. Nice, Bunny. Yep. I'll take that. All right. I guess we missed Adam Nirenberg. He was on week one. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. What? Sinkin' Stanley. Oh, jeez. Think of Stanley here, people, and listen. Here it comes. He put a fucking love boat theme. Oh, that was incredible. Of, <laughs> of all the characters he had, he put him in the fucking like that circle thing with the, all the, the love boats. In heads. a little porthole from the ship, and he puts the faces on there. Chef oh. Why Sink. Parrot Bottom. I totally forgot about Chef Boy Do I Sink. What the fuck? Green Simmons. <laughs> That is fucking. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before you continue, he was on Eddie Trunk again. Oh, that's right. And Eddie Trunk mentioned us. 
Yeah. So when you listen, so he calls in Eddie Trunk's show. And Eddie now, and you can hear Eddie trying not to laugh, but he can't hold back. And he's, he's and he mentions he's like, yeah, if you listen to any of the Kiss podcasts, and then he he mentions he mentioned us. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I thought that was kind of cool. We shared the audio. I mean, it, it's look, just try to have some fun, people. Just try to lighten up. You yeah. know, it, it's it's all in good humor and shit. You know, people are getting all upset. There's some oh. fucking girl that follows us. What's her name again? And like, it's like, oh, you guys are just mean. Dude, she Why fucking you- hates us, but she follows <laughs> us on Twitter and Facebook. And anytime Sinkin' Stanley says anything, oh, she she's gets like, so, so mean and you guys are allowing this. Ah, dude, grow up. Fucking yeah, settle down. Lighten up, Francis. Yeah. And the, but the thing like, to go back on Eddie, he knows exactly who Sinkin' Stanley is. Oh, he absolutely. knows what he's getting into. Of course. He loves that yep. shit. Yep. Oh, uh, we have a guy here. Uh, uh, he goes by uh, Sinkin Stanley. Yeah. Sinkin, uh, what do you call some Sinkin? Listen, Eddie. <laughs> Sinkin Stanley here, Eddie. And listen, <laughs> where am I? You buy DVDs. <laughs> we already touched base on Doc's comment about the Dubai shit. We're not getting into Oh, yeah. Uh, Crash Crafton asked about the Richie Kotzen shows. I'll let you talk about that a little bit later. I didn't catch any of that shit. Yep. Stay and tuned. I'm not wasting fucking any minutes talking about Richie Kotzen. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking. Uh, Justin Steele, your reaction just validates why I haven't spent a dollar seeing Thayer singer kiss. It seems everything is a money grab. It's never really about the fans, especially with YouTube. You could take it all minus the shit smear smell near the buffet. Oh, God. Uh, best quote of the episode was it smelled like fresh smeared shit. <laughs> God almighty. It did. Like somebody just stepped on and squelched. It's like when my dog shits in the backyard and I have to pick it up. I'm like, oh god, that's horrible. Where you when you can smell your pet shit before you see it. Yeah, brutal. You're like, what the fuck is that? Oh, god, you must have been on the cruise. <laughs> uh speaking of cruise, so we finally did the photo dump of part one type photos all the way up to the um the kiss show, the kiss indoor show, and uh, our buddy, Mister uh, Suave himself, Joey Casada. Uh, I'm looking. Well, I'm looking through our Facebook stuff to get to the post. Uh, Put on some like broke ass 1998 uh, Photoshop urban sombreros on our heads and uh, was infatuated with our wardrobe there, Tom. Yeah, look, we love Joey. I'll be the first one to admit if we're wearing something stupid. Like I, I, a couple people would make teasing me about my bucket hat and stuff. Dude, I don't get my shorts. <laughs> like they're fucking plain khaki shorts i'm a 49 year old guy i mean what am i supposed to i don't understand i, I don't get i mean I don't, i'm not i don't shop at the rock and roll store like 
drummer Joey Casada. <laughs> he gets his clothes at the rock and roll store at the mall. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, I dress like an old guy at his kid's baseball game. That's I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I don't get it. <laughs> and apparently wearing Nike sneakers and Nike white socks. Well, you can't do that like, either. You know, that's against the rules. Well, According no. to Joey fucking uh, poison fucking uh, crew member Casada. Well, no, Zeus, you're on a kiss cruise, don't you? You have to wear like combat boots with like buckles <laughs> and shit. Like you have to wear drummer footwear. Or better yet, make sure I get that bandana to wrap around my my ripped jeans. That yeah, I told you. I said, I said, I said, Joe, we love you. You continue to shop at Chess King, and we'll continue to dress like <laughs> old guys that are almost fifty. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck it out. It's great. I we love we love in. Joey. Oh my god. If he had any balls, he'd come on the kiss cruise with us, but he won't. Yeah, I tell you. Over on Loud Casters, our buddy Michael Murphy. Good to hear some appreciation for the LA Maybe. Mm. Really good band. Yep. Josh Brown. Fun episode, guys. I'm glad you all had a blast on the cruise. Bruce is just a guy I would love to see live. After I saw the set list for Sail Away Show, the first thought that went through my head was big old meh. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not surprised though. Just like before, paying more for less. Yeah. I don't want to call Kiss lazy, but it just feels complacent going through the motions. If this is indeed your last show at the seas as Kiss, would you not want to go out with a bang instead of a whimper? The set list were whimpers. Still glad you had a blast and can't wait to hear part two. Yeah, it's you know what it it I know people hear us and they think we're like cheering this kind of sentiment, but it it is it it, it does bum out both of us that you kind of have to sit there and be like, wow, are they getting lazy? Are they mailing it in? Is it you know because fuck them? That's why. Like, is that what's going on? You know? We're gonna get to that because uh, we're gonna be yeah. talking about the indoor show right up. That's our first part of this uh, the yeah. topic. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, Daniel Holler Houston, great episodes. I have to say that Doc is so full of shit when it comes to Kiss putting on the makeup in the 70s. Mm. There was a whole scene in New York City, and people were trying to one up each other to be more outrageous and outlandish than the dolls. Without Kiss being a great band musically, none of that would have mattered. Absolutely, Daniel. We, great point. Like, I thought, I, I don't know. Does the band hear what Doc says? He's Dude, we looked very at, dismissive. Do you remember well, when he yes. said that? Do you remember when he said that we looked at each other? I'm like, dude, that's a fucking major. What are you talking about? Like, dude, you just you just openly you just told a crowd of about a thousand people that Kiss couldn't make it. That's why they put the makeup on. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, and then you know, keep keep making the stupid comments about yeah, just bad lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, uh, whatever. No, you're right. You're right. I wonder if Paul is like, wait, what did he say? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's just getting crankier and crankier. Yeah, settle down, Chip Magoo. Chip Magoo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom, over on YouTube. All right. Here we go. Uh, Mr. Antonio 2005. Great first recap. Chip Magoo versus Peter Chris at WrestleMania <laughs> this year at No Holds Barred Fall Count Anywhere match. Special guest referee is the Ayatollah rock and roller Jericho, if Tony Khan approves. With the WWE legendary jobber Frankie Williams at the bell. Oh my God, Frankie Williams, love it. Oh man, uh, Marty Wright wrote a whole fucking book here. Sorry, Marty, it's just way too much. But I do tell people to go, please look at his fucking funny shit uh, on YouTube. Marty White's comments. 
Pat and Diorama. I watched some of the non-music events from the crews like Newlyweds Game, Smarter Than a Rock God, and Paul's Q&A. Gene was acting silly and goofing around, entertaining the fan. Paul looked embarrassed over Gene's actions. Paul was acting like he was Jesus Christ himself spouting wisdom from the mount at his Q&A. Yep, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I got. Over to you, bro. Over to you, brother. Thanks, Paul. Uh, yeah, well, let's bang through some emails here. So we got one from... We got one submitted to us on our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. We love when people do it. This is from Stephen Wood. Thanks, guys. Entertaining as always, but I don't think I've ever heard two worse examples of karaoke than at the start (laughs) and at the end of the show. Is that as bad as it got or did it get even worse? No, that was as bad as it got. But trust us. We didn't catch all of it, so we we may have missed some, but... Yeah, those are those are the ones we got to tape. You know, all the times you yeah. distracted, whatever. But I got those ones on, and Tom, actually, Tom got Parasite. I got the Going Blind one. Yep, yep. Uh, we got one here from my buddy Johnny G. Hey guys, sounds like hey guys, <laughs> sounds like you guys had a blast on the cruise. Can't wait to hear more stories on the next episode. Also, I enjoyed the fact that of you two jokers pulled a name like Shecky Green out of your ass. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> That's why I enjoy your podcast. I never know where your conversations are going, but I'm always entertained with the results. Leave the jokes to Tom and Zeus. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Paul. Also, regarding the classic TV dorm damage episode. Yeah, our little sidecast there. The shows you both mentioned brought back some great memories. One of my favorite shows to watch was Johnny Quest, the cartoon. Wow, I remember that. Thanks for the weekly chuckles, Tom and Zeus. Peace out, Johnny G. All right. Uh, We got a good one here from our buddy Keith Wetzel. Long time, no talk. Been a while since I've written to you to say how much I enjoy every show, every week, as well as your sidecasts. Truly look forward to each and every one of your discussions on our favorite band, both good and bad. I've not been on any of the cruises and don't really have a desire to, but love to hear about what happened on each of them. You guys do a great job of giving the audience a perspective of what they would experience if they were there. One thing. I'm surprised that you didn't bring up Paul's comments at the beginning of the Sail Away show that I watched on YouTube on how they're using tapes or not really playing in a sarcastic manner it's as it's as if he's antagonizing those distract those detractors this isn't the first time i've heard him doing this i believe he did it on tour this year during the meet and greet and sound check i was curious to hear your thoughts on this continue doing what you do and it's why you're at the top and always remember that you the shouted out loudcast saved kiss podcasts forget the haters you won oh, oh boy uh keith we did comment on that we we mentioned how paul's like Hey, you know, in case we make a mistake or if there's any bumps in the road or whatever kind of little catchphrase he uses, right? Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Ah, the caveats, the disclaimers he's yeah, always exactly. got to put out. It, yep. It's not very becoming of a rock star. No. And we're going to finish up feedback with one from Andy Salter. Hey, boys. Wow. Thousands of dollars to see the same boring songs. A bitter chip magoo and the smell of citrus flavored shit surrounded by <laughs> kiss tards. Where do I sign up? But to be fair, I'm sure it's a bunch of fun and I look forward to hearing the next episode. Take it easy, fellas. Andy Salter. Andy, anybody like yourself that can legitimately get oh, Zeus and I to laugh out loud at an email or a message, you, my friend, are comment of the week. Yeah, Andy. Excellent. Yes. Tom, before we go further, we'd like to give a shout out to our awesome Patreon family. 
the Patreon family supports the show and is a huge reason why the show keeps growing and growing. And uh, it inspires us to keep putting more and more time into the show. Hence, you start seeing things like dorm damage come out. And where we're uh, at a point now, we're almost banging one one a week to get yeah. that stuff out to you guys. And uh, people are really gravitating to that because they, you know, they want to, sometimes they want to move on from Kiss and uh, it's a nice release from us. But all that, the time, the effort, the software, the uh, dedication and all that is helped huge by Patreon. Uh, the Patreon members subscribe. They have different tiers. They help us monetarily. And uh, with that, they get some perks from us whether it be merch, uh, involvement, polls, uh, info, sneak peeks, you name it, we get them involved. And the Patreon family has been so successful, it keeps fucking growing. Mm-hmm. We have another new Patreon member we want to give a shout out to. Ray Cordova. Yeah, now, Ray. I, I believe Ray's been with us for quite some time, but he jumped on. Yep. And uh, it's greatly appreciated, Ray, that you jumped on. And uh, I have now a Spaceman tier. I think mm-hmm. the last four or five people jumped on as Spaceman. Why uh, wouldn't they? I'm the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ray, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, glad you could join the Patreon family. We think you're going to like it here. And anybody else that's interested, you want to help the show, people ask all the time. How can you help? Join our Patreon uh, it's a big uh, reason why the show keeps growing and growing and growing. And uh, if you're interested in Patreon, go to our awesome new website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. First page, you'll see it. It says Patreon. Click right up top and you'll go in there and you get to see what it means to be a Patreon member uh, and read all about it. If you have questions, you can always text us, message us, DM us, all that. We're happy to help. And uh, thank you, Ray, for jumping on board. And thank you to all the Patreon members and you out there listening. No stopping. Come on, join the family and come join the fun. And uh, again, much love to our Patreon family. Patreon, you guys are the best. Special shout out to uh, Ray Cordova. Ray, thank you so much for jumping on board. Like Paul says, doesn't matter which floor of the Kiss elevator you get on. You're on board now, brother, and we appreciate it very much. Thank you so much, and thank you to all of our Patreon family. Uh, you guys are amazing, and we thank you every week, and you deserve all those thanks for everything you do. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Tom, uh, what we're going to do now is go over to Kiss World, and the band just got back from the cruise, and uh, what else is going on? Yeah, so they just got back from the cruise. Um, they have... Uh, an event on November 30th in Tokyo at the Tokyo Dome. Uh, and then they're doing the Hell in Heaven Festival in Mexico on December 4th. Uh, that's it. No new dates have been announced. Nothing. So uh, that's where we're going on with that. Uh, in other KISS-related news, our buddy Sam Loomis dropped a couple of videos yesterday uh, on Tuesday, November 8th. And we're recording Wednesday, November 9th right now. And those videos are gone, and so is his YouTube account. Uh, the videos were kind of weird. There was one of them that was actually interesting, but it lasted too long. It was about 15 minutes. There was no audio. And it was outtakes of, remember the scene that we love in the Show No Something video? 
mm-hmm. when they're doing ah, and it's the four faces. It was mm-hmm. outtakes of them filming that, and it was cool. But I'm like, okay, this is 15 minutes of the same exact shit. But it was interesting. Uh, and then there was some other clips, like real raw footage. Again, no audio of uh, Love Gun tour stuff, like Houston '77, that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're gone already, and the YouTube account's already gone. Um, I don't know if he pulled the plug on it or if YouTube did, but that was it. Short lived. Um, you're privy to all that stuff because you're still uh, behind the scenes, uh, getting messages, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in uh, I'm in communication with our buddy Roy uh, quite frequently, whether it's about Sam Loomis stuff or you know, kind of kiss tarred insider stuff. So uh, yeah, Roy, uh, we communicate quite often. Tom, did I not see a guy on the cruise that I snuck a photo of? I'm like, dude, that looks just like Roy. Yep. And the first thing I said is Roy ain't coming on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a guy that looked just yeah, like him. It's yeah, true. Oh, and at the concert, but before I forget about it, at the um uh Kiss Indoor show, I look over, I'm like, holy shit, that guy looks just like Tim Bream. Oh, God. Stanley. Imagine that, that guy looks just like him. Yep. And I took a snap, a snap the photo of him too, Tim. Yep, that's right. So there's a couple of doppelgangers on the <laughs> on the cruise. Yep. Yeah. Uh another bit of news, our buddy Ace. He's he's got a couple shows wrapping up the end of 2022, but this is interesting. You guys are familiar with those rock and roll fantasy camps. Okay. He's doing a rock and roll fantasy camp in New York uh, next week. Dude, I had no idea because I'm not interested in these things. The Rockstar 101 package. <laughs> with Ace this, Riley. This package is customized for beginners. Do you want to guess how much that costs? How many? How long is it? Uh, I think it's for four days. Four thousand dollars, six grand. (laughs) And then they have packages that go all the way up to this one is eighty five hundred. I'll show you how to snort cocaine right off your glass ball. Guys, it's a once in a lifetime experience. You get to sit back and watch Dick Wagner play all my <laughs> solos. Me and you will play a couple hands and we'll get into my fucking DeLorean and smash it up. Fantasy camp, it's going to be amazing. I get hammered. I pay somebody to yell at me and ask me where I am. It's fucking great. <laughs> watch how I answer when the, when my tour manager says, Ace, come on, you got to practice. You got you got sound check. Watch as I answer. I'm not doing it. Look at look at this. One of the things uh, this, this is like the itinerary: be placed in a band and be mentored by one of the rock star counselors for four days. <laughs> hey, uh, my name's Ace Fraley. I'm going to be a counselor for the next four days. Um, uh, Mr. Fraley, what do I do next? What the fuck should I know? <laughs> well, I know. I don't even know where I am right now. I paid eighty five hundred bucks to get in here. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to call my brother Gene up. Gene, what do I tell this guy? He he says he has to make it to rehearsal. Tell him to show up, Ace. Why the fuck would I tell him that? Here's another one. Attend your choice of a variety of master classes during camp given by our counselors in excelling at your instrument, vocals, songwriting, and more. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Georgia, you've been assigned your counselor as uh, Ace Fraley. Hey, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to sing or write a song, but I'll take your money. 
Well, you know, there he has a classic. Never mind, uh, shook me all night long or Layla. Any of those songs? This one's called Torpedo Girl. <laughs> it's about it's, it's about it's, the time I was taking a bath with the chick and she took a dump, so I called her the Torpedo Girl. Is another one? Is another one? <laughs> Attend various jam rooms during camp led by your counselor. Dude, I wish we had the money for this. I wish this wasn't so outrageously priced. Can you imagine an episode if me and you went to rock and roll fantasy <laughs> camp with Ace? Oh, I'm your Muppet in charge. I mean, I'm your I'm your guitar <laughs> god in charge. I'm going to show you how to play a couple riffs. Oh, my God. I'm just laughing my ass off thinking about this. I'm oh. I'll teach you how to sing Led Zeppelin songs like Good Times, Bad Times. I do it so well, they tell me you can't tell the difference. <laughs> In the days of my youth. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I, Hey, guys, it says something here about uh, enjoying a gourmet-cated meal. That's why I'm here. <laughs> well, I'm going to stomach. Fuck it. Let's go to Mickey D's and pick up a couple McRibs. Before they go out of stock. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, oh dude, dude tell you fucking Ace, Ace is the gift. He's the gift that keeps on giving. He's definitely fucking into the McRib thing. <laughs> oh, why not? It's a delicious meal. I better hoard a few before they, they stop selling it. I'm a big fan of any pork flavored product in the McRib is delicious. You ever see how they make those? I'm going to wash it down with an orange high C. <laughs> you want an orange Fanta? No, the orange high C is my, my, my type of brand that I like. The only problem with the McRib, I wish they dropped them in March so I could wash it down with one of those green shamrock shakes I'm a big fan of. <laughs> well, when they change my diaper, I got a big old green mess. I need I need to be wiped down after I have a McRib from the top to the bottom. I'm you just... paid you you paid eighty five hundred bucks to wipe my ass. Part of the gig is you gotta you gotta change my diaper. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? We gotta stop. This is just what the fuck? this is. <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, there's a podcast talking about the cruise. I want to see what I miss. My foot. He's having a shamrock shake and Mick, Mick Rip needing to change his diapers. People are listening right now going, what the fuck are these guys doing? Do they even get to the cruise yet? No. 85 minutes in, you haven't said you liked it. No. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. Oh, my head hurts. Fucking ace. This is Ace. This is why I love the guy. Oh, God. Oh, all right. All right. I got to collect myself now. Oh. All right. Okay. Oh, uh, a couple birthdays. Uh, Peter Chris's lovely wife, who I met, Gigi. Oh, yeah. Her birthday. Okay. Uh, our, our our lovely Tommy Taylor. Oh, yeah. Celebrated a birthday. And none other than Shout It Out Loudcasters, future Hall of Famer. Ooh. What does that mean? Le Champion. Chris Jericho celebrates. I believe he's 52. Electric Boogaloo? 
I don't know, but he put a fucking photo of himself not wearing a shirt, and he's all fucking jacked and ripped. It looks pretty incredible. Looks fucking great. Happy birthday to our buddy Chris. Absolutely. Um, We love Chris. Yeah, I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. Hell no. No. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's about it for uh, Kiss World stuff. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and one other like uh, piece of info I want to talk about was uh, while we were gone, apparently every celebrity died. And uh, oh, Jesus. And there's somebody that had to post about it on our Loudcasters page. We apologize. We weren't there. We try to fix as much as we can, but internet, as you can tell, as we describe on the show, uh, was really shoddy, and yeah. uh, we we kind of put a, an end to that shit, yeah. hopefully. So thanks for pointing it out, and, and please, rat these fuckers out. I don't know what the point in... I think it's like if you, you, know, you read the article, you'll probably get all sorts of spam and all sorts of shit. Yeah. But uh, I don't know why they were putting it up, but they did. We got rid of it. Hopefully it won't happen again. We apologize for the bullshit you guys had to deal with. Yeah, we've and we've uh, we've made some changes to the group settings. So if it appears that you know there's a, a little bit of an approval process, quote unquote, before things are getting posted, we're just trying to we're just trying to weed through all that bullshit so the so the page isn't getting filled up. But uh please, if we miss something, by all means keep reporting those things because we get those notifications and we try to act on those immediately. We we delete the post, we block the user. Um, so again, yeah, it was uh, we, a lot of shit was going on while we were away. So, uh, thank you guys for being vigilant on the loudcasters group page on Facebook. Yeah. Thank you guys, Tom. What we do next is we take a little break. I'm going to go, uh, help Ace tune up this guy's guitar and, uh, clean up the puke that he left in the bathroom. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. 
we're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, I'm back. Uh, Ace was trying to make a, a McRib in his uh, kid's Easy Bake oven, and it just wasn't working out for him. So it kind of turned into a mess. So, But we're back. Loves those McRibs. Tom, we're talking about part two. So yes. we, last time we left our uh, our Kiss Cruisers, they were preparing for Kiss concert indoors. Mm-hmm. Day one. So the first Kiss concert indoors. Okay. Yep. So uh, up until then, we were all prepping. We had just gotten back, I believe, from uh, being accosted and sold every kind of narcotics possible. Mm-hmm. From uh Cabo Wabo, if that's if I'm correct. That's right. And uh we got to go in the pool. I jumped in the pool after Steve Wright. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Nobody would come in with me. I was very I was, disappointed. I, I was there. Not you were him, you were hanging out and keeping me company. Yeah, and exactly. so was sexy Jeff Trot, too. Yes. Uh, but I did go in the pool once. That fucking water is freezing. Yeah. Well, it was like <laughs> freaking wasn't that I mean it was warm. Outside at Cabo, but at night it was fucking cold. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just prepped and got ready for the show. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, our cabin mates did not have tickets. Yeah. Well, we've, we've, we've ranted about that whole policy, but yeah. But they did get a chance to see the simulcast. Yep. And uh, yeah. And so the Kiss concert began. Do you want to tell me what you think when they came out? Yeah, so because it's on a very, very small indoor club stage, um, there's no, you know, you've seen our pictures, so there's no platforms, there's nothing, no flames, bombs, nothing, and they literally just walk out onto the stage. It's it's really kind of interesting. Uh, so they come out, they got big smiles on their faces, Paul talks as everything, you know, it's Halloween, all tricks and treats or whatever <laughs> little fucking punchline he had. And then they rip right into... A favorite of ours, I think, right? A deep cut. I would say this is a legitimate deep cut. Absolutely. This is a legitimate deep cut. They kick in to love them, leave them. And I try to avoid as much as I could all the fucking spoilers on Facebook and all the idiots from week one. Uh, I thought I saw it, but my mind wasn't 100% sure I saw it. Me too. So when they played it, I was like still surprised, but not that shocked because I thought I saw it. Um. I love this song. I love that they played it too. Me too. Yep. I love it. It was great. It was fun. Uh, it was new. It's like, okay, this is what we came here for. Some deep cuts. Yeah. Uh, and then what did they get into? Detroit Rock City. <laughs> I thought I saw somebody, whether they're on Loudcasters page or Chris Cruiser. Someone's like, oh, how the fuck they open up and love them and leave them. They need to open up with a killer like Detroit Rock City. Dude, yeah. haven't you ever seen a Kiss fucking concert? You haven't the guy heard got- this? The guy pretty much got bludgeoned in the comments. Everybody <laughs> said what you just said. They're like, dude, you're on the Kiss Cruise. They don't open up with that. Like, yeah, but just, it, was it a bad version, Tom? No. 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 Was it a not. necessary version? No. 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 
Uh, and then, and then, and then just like on destroyer, they go right into King of the nighttime world. I love the song. Yep. I can't complain. I love yep. the song. I thought they did a good job on it. Yep. Um, you know, it was he, great. Yell, he yells out, make some noise. And then they go into another deep cut, which I was really shocked. Yeah. War, I couldn't believe war machine. Yeah. It was oh incredible. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, kiss but, is so good at killing great songs, you know, cause I love this song. I don't, I don't think I ever need to hear it ever again in my entire I, life. I love it live. I, love I know. It live. I love the footage, the graphics, I love the, yeah. the, the dragon circling in the, the, the little monster, uh, like, what do you call it? The little skeleton. robot, skeleton, robot, skeleton. Robot. Yeah. yeah, getting war and stuff and the dragon flying in like Game of Thrones and breathing the fire. Yep. So I love all that shit. There was no yeah. sirens, though. No, but I still love no. Them. Uh, and speaking of fire, then they go into heavens on fire. Which who is that being played for? Spoiler alert: It is the only non-makeup song on the entire indoor show. But who is that played for? I don't know. Who's clamoring for heaven? I don't on know. Fire? I don't know. Who is being like? I've never heard that song. I'd love to hear that live. Weird. And then me and Zeus are getting all fired up because Paul comes out and says, "Here's a song we've never played before on the cruise," and we're like, "Oh shit." It's I want you. Like, and then I fucking dropped the bomb. And I wish you and- did. You should have. <sighs> I mean, yeah, it's a good song. I'm, I've never been a huge fan of the song. It, it's okay. But I was like, all right. Okay. It, Dude, okay. I want you. Really? It's, That's yeah. what you think you're like. Oh, they're going to love this. Are you fucking. Are you that clueless about your fan base? Yeah. And then they I- go. Well, then, if he oh, doesn't sorry, end sorry. it with no, he he does a mini stupid "I want you" little thing. Oh, at the end. yeah, yeah, that's right. Dude, about what that. the fuck, man? Yep. You're not impressing people with that shit. Stop, Zeus. Zeus don't be this negative. People are gonna get mad at us. <laughs> and then the next one, I love this. I mean, it's not a deep cut. They've played it before. They've played it on the end of the road a couple times. They went into Parasite. I'm never gonna complain about Parasites. I love it. Um, and then they go into. It's 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 definitely not a deep cut because they played it on stuff, but it's not a song you hear them play all the time, and maybe that's for the reason because it the solo I absolutely love, but making love, eh, I love the solo. Again, solo is fucking awesome. Take out lo- love them and leave them. These are songs that they've played in the last twenty years. Oh, easily. There's a, there's a song list of like tw- thirty songs. Yep, and a few of them were taken out during end of the road. Yep, but. Before that, in different tours and stuff, they would pop in. You'd get a making love. You'd get a hotter than hell. You'd get a got to choose, a flaming youth here and there. So these are not deep fucking cuts. We've heard you play these the last 20 years. Of course. They're not like love them and leave them where you don't play that live. And you're like, fucking look at the fan reaction when you did love them, leave them. And then everything else. Come on. Well, yeah. And then after and then after and then they get the crowd really excited with one that they haven't played in a while. I love it loud. And then I write, Tom goes to the bathroom. Seriously. You went up and left. I literally went to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, again, come on, people. Come on. But, you know, they follow that up with she. Again, another song that they've maybe taken out. I don't mind that, though, because it's not something you hear all the time. But I get, I, I know what you mean. They've played it in the last couple right. of years. So, and then they follow that up with something that you got to have. A guitar solo. Oh, I know. I know. Just fucking brutal. But then they follow that up with 
I would say this is a deep cut because it's not on any compilations. <clears throat> it's not on any live albums it's except on you it's on you wanted the best. best. Take me. I was thrilled to hear this. I'm like, this is a great song. I love this song. Never heard it play live. Great. Now, obviously, you can see on the Sail Away show, they went heavy on the Hotter Than Hell album. On the indoor show, they're banging out rock and roll over. Which is a okay? good thing. I like it. Right. Exactly. So I'm never going to take me was great. And then after this, I it's, it's probably my favorite Kiss song of all time. I've heard them perform it live. It's super, certainly not a deep cut, but they played Come On and Love Me. So that was like a pleasant for there me. Pers- you for there me pers- you go. For me personally, that was a surprise, a pleasant surprise because I love that song. And it, and it was great. Okay. Nothing from the fucking end of the road should be on this set list. But I agree. On. I agree. And then, of course, everybody's favorite deep cut. Cold gin. Motherfucker. Yeah. Stop. And then to make this worse, Paul and Tommy do this little riff off. Where Tommy's like, didn't And then Paul's like, didn't And they're trying to do like a little battle. I'm like, oh, it was battle of fucking Tony Musalem versus Kevin Jepsen on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd rather see Tommy and Kevin battle. It was like, what the fuck? But the cool thing I mean, about Tony this- and Jepsen. Yeah. yeah. And then Gene jumps in, does a little bass solo. Oh, and then yeah. Eric jumps in and does a little drum solo. Oh, congratulations. You're showing us that you can play your instruments. Yeah, but the good thing is they got four Mm. songs left. And they're all deep cuts and starting with Love Gun. (laughs) Right? I think he literally said, all right, Love Gun. He absolutely did. And we laughed at it. We looked at each other and laughed. Yep. But he also started Love Gun acapella. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all just legendary songwriters. Oh, you guys sing this. You know these words. There's a lady who's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The glitters is gold. You and, pull the trigger oh, of my <laughs> swooning it like a crew, like a soul station love gun. <laughs> it sounds like they'll end in a purple. The second album. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. I forgot about Maldish that. Is melody. Yep. Well, then they follow that up with a nice deep cut called Black Diamond, which this falls into my category of great song. I do not want to hear Eric sing it. I thought he fucking slept walk through it. Yep. That's, that's and just I my wrote, opinion. just like he did in Nothing to Lose on the Sail Away, Eric gets worse and worse. It, it, it's just he has no energy. There's no screaming, yelling, screeching. He's just singing it. It's fucking terrible it's really bad it's fucking There's no bad. reason to do it if he's going to be doing it like that <clears throat> no nope. enough no nope. all leaves and he says you knew we were coming back then why'd you go yeah yeah and then they surprise us with shout it out loud <sighs> whatever at this point i think i turned the camera around and took a selfie of my face yeah and i was just like <sighs> yeah like and then i took photos of the aisle to my left which was about Eight people sitting down. A lot of people right, sitting. A lot people of people sitting down. A lot of people sitting. This is the Kiss Cruise. Okay, this is the indoor show. This is not a show at Manchester on the end of the road with 10,000 people. This is the diehard Kiss Cruise indoor show. And this there is were show one. Sitting. Yes. 
not show two where you're like, oh, it's the same set list. Therefore, I know what's coming. Yep. It's just show one. Yep. That people are like, yep. Oh, and they out. and then they wrap it up with rock and roll all night with the balloons and the confetti and everything. Now, I know ugh, I can I can hear it right now. People out there being like, <laughs> why the why the fuck did you guys even go on the cruise? Blah blah. Okay, love them, leave them. Great. Take me. Great. Come on and love me. Great. The other stuff, meh. Now, yeah, a lot of more. Ugh. I know. Well, but see, the, here's the thing, and this is why you compare this indoor set list to last year. Okay, they pulled out "She's So European." Holy sh! Even if you don't like that song, the fact that they went deep, then they pull out "We Are One." Holy shit! They pulled. They played "Take It Off." Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Like deep. The- the deep. deep cuts get less and less and less. Why? Because they're fucking lazy. Why? They don't want to do else. Paul doesn't want to do anything else new. In his mind, they want to hear the classics. Get the fuck out of here with that. I'm sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. An indoor show, Detroit Rock City, War Machine, I Love It Loud, Love Gun, Black Diamond, Shout Out Loud. I don't want to hear any of those. This is the Kiss Cruise. It's not the end of the road tour. Give me a way of paying a shit ton of money and you know it give us something don't give us little breadcrumbs with love them leave them and take me those are great but you're you doing a 16 right 17 song you, set list you don't have a right to complain about the set list oh that's right i forgot <laughs> we're gonna get lectured that's complain right. about the set list you know that right so it was weird because zeus and i walked out of the uh, the the theater and we're, we're like eh Technically, if we don't see the last show, that's the last time we saw Kiss. Now and we're and we're like, oh. now that being said, we're bitching about the set list. They sounded fine. There was there was no complaint. I mean, Eric is just as lazy as he can be. Jesus having the time of his life. Paul Paul looked good. He sounded okay. Tommy was fine, but you know whatever. I don't yeah. know. It was a big fucking math for me. Why do we go on the cruise? We'll say it at the end, but we'll get to just that. A, but. There's way more than just that indoor show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we were kind of, uh, let's just say we were a little disappointed, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So this was Halloween night, don't forget. So afterwards, we went to the All Hands on Deck Super Jam featuring Sebastian Bach. Hey, guys. Yep. Uh, and what'd you think? I was pleasantly surprised. I'm not a big Bach fan. I'm not a big Skid Row fan. I thought he sounded great. I, I thought, I mean, he played all the Skid Row classics, broke out into some other stuff, played uh, Tom Sawyer by Rush, played a couple other like songs that non-Skid Row. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought he sounded great. He had Todd Kearns on bass. Uh, he had Brent absolutely killing it on the drums. Um, my only complaint, because that's what we do here, is... Last year on the cruise, Bach didn't show up, which in retrospect turned out to be a good thing, not because of Bach, but because what they did in his place last year was they did an all-star super jam where members of every band on the cruise, except for Kiss, came out and jammed to like 
all the classic rock songs. You know, they'd come out and do Crazy Train. They'd come out and do fucking Highway to Hell. And it, you'd have Todd Kearns. And then you'd have like the lead singer from one of the smaller bands. And you'd have this guy come out. And it was and Brad, have, you know, Gillis Brad, from- Brad Gillis would come out from from Night Ranger. And it was a blast. This was a lot of fun. I did. I will say I enjoyed this. I thought he sounded he's a great front man. Got a ton of energy, really into the crowd. So I, I did have fun with this. Yeah, he did Slave to the Grind, Big Guns, yep. Sweet Little Sister. Then he did the Ace Frehley song, Foxy and Free, which he oh, played on. terrible. And he's like trying to get the, this is an Ace Frehley kiss song. Dude, it's terrible. And, and the crowd was like, oh, no yeah. reaction to it. And he's like, what's yep. matter, Kiss Cruise? Come on. It's an yep. Ace song. And people yep. are like, yeah. Uh, he did uh, Monkey Business. Then he did Tom Sawyer. And I think he did another uh uh, Rush song, didn't he? Um, Regardless, he did I Remember You next, uh, Youth Gone Wild, A uh, Whole Lot of Love with Tracy Guns, Highway to Hell, and War Pigs. And then he pulled out a song by April Wine, another Canadian band that he's a big fan of that was kind of like, eh. But it was good. I enjoyed the show. I thought it was a lot of fun. And that was the end of that show. That was the last thing that we went to that night. There were some other late night shows that night, Zeus. Yeah, Bisto Blanco played. And we did catch, I thought we caught a little bit of Sisters Doll, but they were playing until like 1 30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys fucking rock. Yeah, man. they're great. They're great, great guys. I will say, Tom, I took some photos and I think I did see um the Ripper on the cruise. Oh, she did look like that she was the Ripper. Yeah. I took and, a couple shots. I wasn't sure. And I had it show Jeff. Jeff Trot knows if it was the Ripper. Yeah. And the other thing we did, too, at late night was there was no karaoke in the Spinnaker Lounge because it was a Halloween party. That was actually a ton of fun. We went in there. The place was fucking absolutely packed. Exactly. Packed. And uh, we, just... we, we met up with Jeff and Michelle again. There were some really awesome costumes. There was a group of people all dressed up as Ronald McDonald. But each one of them had their faces painted like Kiss <laughs> with like orange red makeup. Yeah, um, there was a group of girls that were like, they had these umbrellas made up with like lights, and they were yes, like, they were yes. like jelly, they were like jellyfish. But each color for the member, like it, it was a lot of fun. The, the DJ was playing like all classic rock shit, like hair metal and stuff. So that was a fun way to kind of wrap up Halloween night. Yeah, that was uh, this October thirty first. We wake up now. It's Tuesday, November one. Yep. And I think the first thing we had to do was Tracy got us over to play Bloodies, Bacon, and Bingo at the Spinnaker Lounge. Which was a ton of fun. That was awesome. That was a really fun time. And uh, playing Bingo and hanging out were the girls from Plush. Yes. Great, great girls. They were there just kind of playing and having some fun. We got our pictures taken with them. Uh, they kick it. They kick so much ass. And they were like, having oh, so fun good. with the host, and it was kind of oh yeah. They were being very playful and shit, and uh, yep. they were super nice. And uh, that was a lot of fun. That bingo shit is fun. If you guys go on a cruise, you should jump on it. Yep. And then we went from there. I know the where end. you. you no, know, I know where you went from after that. Well, you came with me for a minute. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, well, if I'm on a kiss cruise, you know where I'm going. I'm going to see Liberty Tattoo because it's time for another kiss tattoo. That's right. Yep. And when everything is, uh, when it's fully healed, and so it's getting there, uh, I will post some pictures of what I got. But uh, yeah, it was about an hour long, like last year. Zeus got some action photos, though. That'll be part of the photo dump. But uh, yeah, I got to love Liberty Tattoo out of Georgia. Those guys are the fucking best. Yeah. We missed uh, Buck Cherry, the riff off with Tommy Taylor. 
uh, and Black Savage because uh, I was at the casino losing money and Tom was getting his tattoo done. That's right. Yep. I caught a little bit of the end of Black Savage at the end of my uh, okay. at the end of my tattoo. They were playing in the uh, the Bliss Lounge there. So I caught a little bit of them. I said it before um, on the part one recap. They're fucking amazing. I mean, even if you're not a Sabbath fan, I thought they were I thought they're just awesome. And then Tom, I I'm not sure was this one Striper played or didn't play. It was controversy with that? Yeah, there was some Striper controversy. Yes, yes. Something about like they weren't happy with where they were placed, and then yep. it became a big debate about who's placing which band in which place. No, yep. it's Six Man. No, it's Paul. Paul runs like Paul Stanley is not fucking figuring out that Bisto Blanco must be playing in the uh, fucking Czar's Palace. It right. doesn't work that way. No. So someone had said Striper was upset at where they were. They didn't get sound check, something weird. Yep. And they didn't show up to their autograph session. They didn't do any of that stuff because they demand. I don't know what the story is, guys. Somebody might know, but there was some drama there. You okay? pretty much summed it up. But in terms of specifics, who cares? Because I don't. Who cares about Striper? Or at least I don't. But but you yeah. kind of summed it up. There was an issue about where they were being assigned to play that day, and then something happened with the signings and shit, and it just yeah, whatever. Then the next thing was the cruise kitchen with Paul Stanley. Oh my Lord. But this is when I wasn't feeling too well. It was the boat was starting off so great. And then it started getting rocky again. Yep. yep. It was a little, a little tough. So I decided to leave, yep. go back to the room for a little bit. And who do I run into in the elevator? But Hey man, well, who are you? You want me to take a photo with you? Yeah, dude. So I, I, I met Sebastian in the, in the uh, elevator. Great, super nice. Got my photo with him. Uh, loved his shirt. He loved mine, and uh, that was nice. But yep. I didn't get to see really the the cruise kitchen. I saw Paul flipping something, and I'm like, I fuck it, I can't do it. I'm gonna puke if I stay here watching him throwing up fucking pizza sauce with orange juice. Yeah, yeah. I sat. I I was there. With, Tracy and I were at that. You weren't feeling great. And I think Tony was. I think Tony was seeing. Maybe Striper or another band or something. Vixen was, yeah, he might have been at Striper, which was interfering with that. And Maybe. Vixen played towards the end. And yep. so was Bisto Blanco. Yep. Um, yeah. So Paul comes out. So there's like, there's, he's over to, the, you'll see the, the pictures when we post them. He's over to the left side of the stage. If you're looking at this, if you're, if you're looking at the stage, he's on the left side of the stage with all the stuff set up. And then over on the right side, there's a couple tables set up with a couple of uh, uh, people sitting there waiting to eat what he's cooking. And, People are shouting out things to Paul and he's, he's preparing the food. And one of the things that he did was he mixed orange juice <laughs> with his pasta sauce. And I'm a hundred percent Italian. My mom and my grandmother, they make sauce from scratch gravy, depending on where you come from. And I look, I go, what the fuck are you talking about? Paul orange juice. And then to to give the to give credit, and then Bear, the host of all these events, great guy from Sixth Man, he was awesome. So as Paul's preparing this stuff, he was like talking to the people on stage that were waiting to eat. And what, to to this guy's credit, he's like, uh, Paul, what's up with the orange juice? And Paul's like, well, it opens up a, it's floral and it opens up a flavor. I'm like, Paul, I wanted to be like, you literally don't know what you're talking about right now. And I'll tell you why he doesn't know what he's talking about, because later on, they served Paul's pasta at the buffet, and it sounded like somebody poured a fucking half gallon of Tropicana over a (laughs) jar of ragu. It was fucking disgusting. Anyways, back to Paul. Back to Paul on stage. What? What? 
Like the Italian in you is like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, orange juice, stop. It was oh. fucking disgusting. Oh. So people are shouting stuff out while he's while he's Paul was in a was in a good mood and um people just firing off things. So what one one guy just goes, Paul, play unholy. And the guy Paul goes, You play unholy. <laughs> so I was like, You you listen, Emerson Lake and Paul. Right, but, right. Not me. And then people started saying, like, Paul, where's the final show gonna be? And he's like, It'll be in New York City. My favorite was our new best friend Alan. Oh God. Hey, Paul. So Paul says something like, That's pretty cool. And then Alan out yeah. <laughs> of reaction goes, like the breeze. Yeah. You know, like obviously, like all hell's breaking loose. Cool, yeah. like the breeze. And he goes, Hey, shut up. <laughs> And that we and the only reason we know that is because we heard Paul say shut up, but we didn't know what he was saying shut up to until yeah. we ran into Alan later. That's he's part, like, we'll get into that. Yeah, and he's like eating with us and casually saying, Oh, by the way, Paul Stanley told me to shut up. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> that was you. What did you do? And he's like, I said, like the breeze, and he told me to shut up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then somebody asked him about the next cruise. He's Paul said he's pretty sure it's going to take off out of Florida. Thank God. Woo-hoo! Somebody asked about a Vegas residency. He says he thinks they'll do it eventually. Um, all in all, it was, it was, you know, people, pe- then they serve the food and people are eating it. And I'm like, no, no one's going to say that. And this is, and it. this is the stuff that the fucking reason why Paul believes it, because all those fucking people, Float his ego, Paul. This is the greatest, Paul. You need to write a cookbook, dude. You think Paul. one person? You think one person up there is gonna be like, oh, Paul? This is kind of like sour or whatever. You, no one's gonna, so no one's gonna say top. that. Exactly. Only us, but we're like, well, yeah, which, which is why we're, we're never gonna throw off the cruise. Yeah, exactly. But after that, Tom, like yeah. I said, we missed Vixen Bisto Blanco. The yep. next best thing coming up was the trivia with Kiss. This was awful. I'll tell you why. But go ahead. <laughs> Uh, but along the way, somebody, you know, we try to get food at the buffet, but outside the bathroom of the buffet. Oh, again, God, again. Was a sign, which we have the photo of, of it being cleaned and closed <sighs> and a yard waste bag out in front. Dude, just. Oh, God. Just, just horrendous. And uh, with all apologies to John Schaefer, that fucking bathroom. <laughs> it was stuck to the ceramic <laughs> tile, that smell. <laughs> you'd go you'd go in. It was like the Seinfeld episode. Yep. Wait a minute. It oh, still smells. You're like, it's okay. Oh, no. It's still yep. here. Yep. It's like, like somebody's like, I can't get rid of it. Can't do it. Yep. It was just fucking putrid fucking filthy disgusting smid fucking dog shit human shit and citrus it was bad it was bad yep yeah so you had to go back to your room to go use the bathroom yep but we did catch the trivia and at that time it was fucking freezing it was wicked wicked windy and gene, paul gene, gene came out in a robe with his hood pulled up over his head yes yeah, and then Paul's like, oh, if you really like uh, choppy weather or something like that, then you're going to love tonight. I'm like, thanks, asshole. Now, oh, yeah. I'm gonna fucking, now it's in my head. I'm going to puke. And because it was so windy and because the bands weren't talking loudly enough, even with the mic, you couldn't you couldn't hear. Like, you couldn't hear the questions. You couldn't hear the answers. 
uh, Paul tried to be funny and he's like, um, I have a question. Who wants to go inside right now? And he raised his hand, something like that, because it was so cold and so windy. Um, so that was like, that was kind of a moment for us to kind of catch our breath, take a break, have a few, have a drink or two, but it was, it was, it wasn't a pleasant experience out there. No, one quick question was brought up. They were talking about, and I believe this is the part where they mentioned the Christmas tree. Oh God. And then yes. Peter Chris. Yep. And yep. Gene goes into this diatribe about how, uh, this is true. I speak to Lydia, Chris. Uh, how they asked somebody asked about whose car got wrecked. Yeah. And then Paul throws out if if you know who we're talking about, then you definitely would know it's him. More it's Peter. Of course, Peter. More Peter shit. Yeah. So Paul throws that in. And then Gene yep. has to go in like Peter was drunk. He had a gun and he was shooting at his Christmas tree and he shot yeah. at the tree. And then he went to his car and instead of backing up, he moved it forward. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what does that have anything to do with Gene? Like, just just stick to the it's like this whole cruise was like a Peter like bash fest. It was weird. And then he smashed it forward and he had to get the jaws of life yeah. to rescue him. That was the question. Who needed the jaws of life to remove him from a car? So most people thought it was Ace. Right. And then that's when Paul's, that's if what, you know what we're talking about, you'll know it's him. Ugh. Like, what the just, fuck? Yeah, it was just rough. What are you talking about? He had a gun and he shot. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yep. Yep. Anyways, anyways. So after that, I went off with, I think it was uh, 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 Jeff, and I caught a little bit of Mickey James playing. Okay. He wasn't bad, actually. Played some decent songs. Yep. The LA Maybe. I didn't get a chance to catch him on this time, but when we did catch him, they were fucking awesome. Yep. And uh, Plush, I think you saw a little bit of Plush, right? Yeah. At, at this time, I was I was checking out Plush again. Um, just fucking, this is so good. Just so good. The the lead singer's vocals just off the rails, and they just they 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 put on a great show. And then we prepped for who else but Bruce Kulick's band. Hey guys, Bruce Kulick. Uh, so he a little bit uh, similar to night one, um, but did some some changes. So he opened up with Unholy, which they did play on on night one. Uh, and then he played Who Wants to Be Lonely which was different. That was not on uh, night one. Uh, follow that up with paralyzed, which I love. Yep. Uh, so that was new for night two. Then they went into bang, bang. You fits like a glove king of hearts. Uh, those were all played on the first, the first show. But I, I've got to say though, even though they're playing these songs and maybe a couple of them were repeats. Yep. Fucking Todd. Awesome. Zach. Yep. They yep. add little things, like fun things about it, and they can tell they're having a great time singing yep. these songs. Yep. It's really addictive, yeah. and you can tell. The audience can feel that yes. rather than looking like you, you'd rather be anywhere else but on stage. Yep, yep. The fucking stage presence of that band is fucking phenomenal. Todd, yes. Zach, Brett, and I, God bless, I love Bruce. Yep. And he's so loved up there. Anytime he says anything or makes an introduction to a song, he can't barely fucking talk as loud over the fans cheering him. I'm going, yeah. Yeah, Bruce. It's awesome. Uh, and then they brought out the keyboard player for Vixen. Yeah. And they went into Reason to Live, which was cool. Great version of that. Um, and then one of my all-time favorite deep cuts, uh, Thou Shalt Not. Zach always crushes this. Yeah, you love that. Then they went into Jungle, 
which I love the song, but it's not really a crowd pleaser, huh? Yeah, it, 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 the fucking kind crowd, of a snoozer. That's a bathroom break. Yeah, people were like, uh, it was kind of like when uh, he played uh, "I Walk Alone." People respected yeah. and was like, mm, but they, you know, yeah, attention started waning. Yep. Uh, then they went into a, a good stretch here. They did Domino, which Zach always crushes that. Then they did Sure No Something. Uh, love that. Oh, song. my God. What a pleasant surprise. Fan fucking tastic. Do we love that song? Um, and then they did Forever, which is always fantastic. And then they did a little bit of a teaser. They did the beginning of Do You Love Me? And then it goes into Crazy Nights. And then that goes into Turn On The Night with the keyboard player from Vixen again, adding the keys to that. So I got to jump in here. Yeah, please. We've talked about this many times before. Turn on the night is such an underrated fucking awesome song. We talked about being like a summer song or getting ready for a party. What do you play? And I think me and you both had picked turn on the night. Yep. I'm just going to try to, for you guys to picture this. We're on the fucking cruise. It's comfortable weather at this point. Now, nice little breeze. We're dressed appropriately. It's not like the afternoon. We weren't sure it was going to be cold. So people had hoodies and things. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's listening to Bruce smiles on everyone's face. And the band is blasting out. Turn on the night. When that chorus hits, the whole fucking crowd is screaming it with their hands in the air. Turn on the night. So fucking catchy i i won't forget the image of it when i hear the song again i'll think of myself on the deck fucking cheering this on as bruce's band is rocking to this yep so awesome awesome yep absolutely perfectly said uh and then they finish up with spit another one i love off of revenge of course i love everything about revenge and then the show wraps up with something that's obviously near and dear to bruce and that is the star spangled banner so he wraps up the set list with that sounded great uh, and then from there, Zeus, uh, what did we do after uh, the Bruce show? Well, we got into the elevator in which somebody complained about the smell in the other elevator. And how can you not laugh at that? Dude, oh my God, that, that lady was hilarious. Oh, it was great. She's like, oh, I can fit in here. Thank God. Oh, I was in that elevator earlier. Oh my God, there's something died in there. Yep. We're just dying laughing. Brutal. We already got the, you know, the giggles and shit going. Oh, then. yeah. Yeah. Um, then we decided to watch simulcast the indoor show part two oh <laughs> so we sat down and watched they played the set it honestly no different than being at the fucking show no difference we're all you know we're all sitting in the spinnaker lounge watching this and fucking kiss tards holy shit acting oh like they've never heard cold gin played before in their life Oh my god, a, dude! A couple people were just so it, over. It I'm was, talking about in the Spinnaker Lounge. It was it was pain, it, it was painful. Dancing, like I know, I'm happy for these people. They're enjoying themselves, but really, guys, it's our job to make fun of them. <laughs> really, this is what fucking gets a little bit of a, I don't know, rocket in your pocket going. Come on, it was embarrassing, man. Embarrassing. Yep, but. To each their own. And from what I understand, Tom, a couple songs were out of order and one song less, but the indoor show number two was the same. Yeah, which is funny because I remember that that urban legend. Oh, show two. Show two show two is a show you gotta go to. Well, guess what? You got the same fucking thing that we got because why, Zeus? Because fuck them, that's why. Bingo. Because I remember last year 
when we got she's so European and we are one and take it off the next night they got I, I off the top of my head I can't recall what it was but people like oh that's so cool you got this and this this year pfft, nothing same thing think about that guys think about it every year I'll never forget when Steve Wright from part of the hell was trying to convince me to go on his kiss cruise and he's like oh we got this I got my pictures taken I got autographed this I did this I get this I'm like oh well I might be going what do we get this year oh you don't get any of that you don't get this you yep. don't get this you don't get this. You don't get the deep cuts. You don't get this. You don't get a few different deep cuts. You get the same set in one or two. Like, what the fuck? Yep. It's Ooh. like, it's like, how can I piss them off more? Is and I can- think it's even, and, and I, you know, it'd be interesting because I would really love to talk to somebody that's been on all 11 cruises. Because I remember even way before Shout It Out Loudcast ever existed. Obviously, we haven't been around that long. I remember looking and following on social media, the kiss cruise, because I'm like, Oh, this looks so cool. And I remember I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're playing these songs. This is incredible. They would all they can, the way main line, just stuff fucking, that you're in your off the elder, you know? Yes. Now, now you're cheering. Love them. Leave them. Like, it's because it's, it's like they said, like, you know, it's a sports analogy. Why am I going to fucking keep getting with the Red Sox? Why am I going to keep signing good players? You guys show up anyways. Bingo. And, how, many and, and, fucking, and, how many sellouts do we have in a row? We don't need to do anything. You'll still keep coming. And the problem with that is, first of all, I mean, we're we're guilty because we've been on the last two cruises. So we're not we're not saying anything that we're not speaking out of school here. But that is such a bummer, nihilistic way to look at the Kiss Cruise. But there's really no other way to explain it. When you, you you keep saying it, Zeus, you that you continually get less for more, and I it how can you not reach the conclusion that they are legitimately doing the joke that we always say? Because fuck them, that's why. How do you not reach that conclusion that that's what they're doing? It in in similar fashion, I'm going to continue my analogy on yeah, go on, ahead. The, on the Red Sox. The Red Sox started to get to the point very similar to Kiss. Oh, you're not coming for our star players. You want to come to Fenway Park to see a ball game. Exactly. Because that's the cheap way to bring you in. I don't need to sign these star players. Mookie Betts, why do you need to see him? That's right. Let him go. The best young fucking player, and he's only like 25. Oh, we'll just let him go. Not like we have a high market and we can afford him. Let him go. Why don't yep. you come and and stand and be in our outfield and go get a seat at the Green Monster? Like, buy, buy a brick. Yeah. Well, why do you need to do this? Why don't you come here, kiss? And perform, and they'll do cold gin in front of you. Like, yep. why do you need to hear anything new? Like, come for the act, the, the, the performance. Like, it's and this, bullshit. And this, and this year was even worse because the week sold out so quickly. They're like, guess what? We can, uh, we'll do another cruise. Yeah. So well, before we get too far into it, I don't think Gene is going to be doing fucking cold gin and all those other songs if he does his own Gene Simmons band. No, no. Thankfully not. No. And then, Tom, I don't know if you got to catch him. Then Black's Label Society was on pool deck at 1030. No. So what happened was this was the night when I started to get sick. No. Um, the So the pool deck it, that night, it was cold and it was very windy. And I started to feel like shit. Um, if you guys heard last week's episode, you could hear it in me. I, I came down with a brutal, brutal head cold. So I crashed hard that night. And I was bummed because it was kind of like the last like big night because the following night was the night when you're kind of packing up and getting ready to get off the boat. 
Um, so I was dragging ass, and I just I just went back to the room and just kind of just that wasn't when you were out. dodging fucking hick throws. Was was it? Oh God, I forgot all about that. <laughs> oh, I think it was. Oh. I think it was. And you're like, I'm fucking done. I'm going back. I'm yeah, back. I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't know who you think fucking, you are, but I'm going to bed. Fucking Johnny Cool Balls with this big yeah. one. Yeah. Ah. Uh, um. Yeah, we missed the wild things and dueling pianos. I was told that was actually kind of fun. Yeah, missed all that. Yep. Because we had to get ready because now we're on to Wednesday, November second, which is Ensenada, Mexico. Tom. Oh, which was beautiful because you open up the curtains to your room. And what do you see? 600 shipping containers with a bunch of cranes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And it's about 60 degrees. Now, I live in southern New Hampshire. It was legitimately warmer at my home in southern New Hampshire than it was in fucking Ensenada, Mexico, which I thought was hilarious. Now, this was similar to on last year's cruise. The boat docks at Honduras were like, I ain't getting off the fucking boat. You're never going to find my body washing up on the coast if that happens. <laughs> so this was the day where we kind of just regrouped, caught our breath, and just enjoyed not really having to be anywhere specific, right? Yeah, the, it was fun because uh, I it think was. this is when we did some catch up. We got any merch we were looking for. We fit, made, you know, did some touch up with the bill. Then we yep. went to the... Um, computer room and we try to figure out how to fucking get that shit working so we could fix our episode for you the so fan and yep. uh we did that there's a little museum there going on in there yep. too we yep. took some photos of some of the stuff there uh like i said we ran into montreal doug and That's a few right. other loudcasters we were running to jeff tom selig a bunch of people and, and then we're uh, also we're, we're also cheap yeah, we're also chasing down, collecting all of our our cups because each day of the cruise they had the cups. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah the, the cups. The, the, the four band members, and the final day was the Kiss Cruise, the logo, and you put a cold drink in it, it changes color. So of course we're Kiss tired, so we were chasing that down. Uh, and then we went upstairs to Ocean's, the oh. Irish, the, the Irish, the Irish pub styled uh, bar restaurant, which is cool. And we ended up just kind of parking our asses there for a while. The um, funniest fucking thing is they were so. They seemed like they were annoyed with there. First of all, the place was kind of empty. It was dead. And what the fuck? They kept looking at it so they wouldn't come over and serve us anymore. We're like, dude, what is the problem? But we just we we sat down and we're like, oh, we'll take this, we'll take this, we'll take that. Then other people showed up. Our buddy Alan showed up. I'm Jeff, gonna pull Je- up a chair. May I sit <laughs> with you people? Jeff, uh, buddy Jeff Trot showed up, so we would just say eating and drinking and bringing. Uh, okay, now we want dessert. Can you bring a piece of cake over here and bring it? So, and that, it was it was nice because it was a day where we didn't really have to be anywhere and do anything. So that was uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. And then the first thing that kind of comes back is uh, Bach, yep. all hands on deck, Super Jam again. Yep, we were out there for that. Um, it was nice outside at that time. It kind of warmed up. The sun was out. It was nice and warm and comfortable. Uh, we stuck around there for a little bit. It was the same set list. He didn't really do anything different. Um, not that I was disappointed in Bach per se, but again, I was kind of hoping for what we got last year with that super gym, yeah. quote unquote, we, we didn't get that. It was just the same thing with Bach. So, and then, uh, black Savage played at five, but in between black Savage was jeans. Are you smarter than a rock god? And then yep. afterwards, the newlywed game, game with Gene. Did yep. you catch any of those? I did. Yeah. And I think this is when the boat was really rocking hard. 
Um, so are you smarter than a rock odd? That was a lot of fun. So it's kind of like if you ever watched, are you smarter than a fifth grader? So you got Gene sitting in the middle, uh, and then you had the contestants, and it was just categories of history, geography, whatever. Gene is just he loves his fans, he loves the crowd, he's so entertaining, he's got an awesome sense of humor. Um, it was just a ton of fun, a real ton of fun. Um, and then we went, uh, took a little bit of a break, came back into that same Stardust Theater for the newlywed game, which was really cool. So you had Gene and Shannon uh, at a table. You had Zach Wild and his beautiful wife at a table. Um, and then you had just some regular cruiser couples there. Uh, and it was it was set up just like you would like if you've seen the newlywed game. Uh, ton of fun. Again, Shannon and Gene were a blast. Um, Sophie Simmons was in the audience with her fiance. That was kind of funny because Gene was kind of teasing her a little bit from the stage. So again, just, just really like lighthearted fun stuff. Uh, and I just thought it was funny how these events involve Gene and not Paul. Oh, there's no way he could do it. No, no. And Gene just loved it. I mean, if he, if he made a mistake or got a question wrong, he would just yuck it up. And, you know, he was given like, you know, Shannon, a little kiss on the cheek. It's just really, really cool stuff. That was, that was a little entertaining. I mean, well, like, you I, know, the smallest country in Europe, uh, if you pronounce the word right, you're like, yeah, yeah. like off on a tangent. Oh my God. Well, it was funny. Cause on, are you smarter than a rock God bear would be asking the question. And it was funny. He'd be like, Gene, you're getting everything right except for the answer <laughs> so like the answer would be like you know the berlin wall or whatever and gene would tell you everything about it but not say the berlin wall <laughs> you know what i mean and, and gene's like well well did i get it right and he'd be like no because you didn't say the answer he's like but i know everything about the berlin wall and he'd be like but I you didn't say people it like that though oh I love people that it was great full of fascinating facts and it was awesome and stories gene yeah entertained yep people. I believe that's when I think me and Tracy went. We got we started going to eat at Chin Chin. Oh, good stuff, dude. The yeah. Chinese food place. That's oh, right. Yeah. I think I ate with Trotsky there. I'm not sure. And his buddy there from the KLA. You did. You did. You did. Be, I think while we were at the newlywed game. Yes. While yeah, we were at the and I was eating game, with Jeff. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we got to watch afterwards Vixen for a little bit. Yep. Uh, they were really good. I yep. really like them. And I, I mean, their first two albums were awesome. Um, I, you know, I, I talk about Janet Gardner's ass all the time. Picture perfect. It's ec- echoed in my head. Yeah. Um, but she's not in that band anymore. But anyways, Vixen was really good. Yeah. Um, then got to hear a little bit of Sisters Doll. They started at 730. They're always good. Yeah. The, the brothers are awesome. They were yep. around the ship all the time with different yeah. women. Yeah, and poor Tracy's like, I want to get a picture with all three. They were always alone. They were never together, <laughs> and they were never with the same girl. I don't think. I don't know. They were just with girls all the time. Yep, yep. The girls loved them. Uh, we didn't catch drum off with Eric Singer. No. Then we went to songs and stories with the Star Child. Oh boy! So we get in there for that, and you get on. The, uh, so you look at the stage. There's a there's a single seat for Paul. And of course, this is obviously staged. Obviously, we're not stupid. Paul comes out. He looks at the chair. He goes, oh, no. And then he then he goes and sits. And you'll see the picture when we post it. He sits like on the stairs, you know, like Mr. Rogers. Intimate setting with you. Yeah. Um, and I'll give Paul credit here. This was unscripted, unscheduled, completely like off the cuff Q&A from the crowd. That's all it was. 
it was people just raising their hand and grabbing the mic and asking anything. Um, and it was interesting. The one thing that really turned us off, and I think this has so far made its way around social media, is there was a guy right at the front with his phone recording recording it, the whole thing. And Paul called the guy a prick. And there were people in the audience that kind of chuckled and laughed, but we looked at each other. I'm like, this guy's paying thousands of dollars to go on the cruise. And all he's doing is recording it. Maybe he's putting it on YouTube. Maybe he's recording it so they can show his son when he gets home. You don't know. Yeah. He's you don't make money off his oh, You don't know. This. You don't know, but you just called him a prick in front of a thousand people. He's like, yeah, and this prick here is probably yeah. going to put this up on the internet. Right. You know what I would you know what I you know what you know what I would have done if I was that guy? I would have been like, actually, Paul, thanks for calling me a prick. I'm recording this for my son who's at home sick right now and couldn't come on the cruise with me. I would have embarrassed the fuck out of him. You know what I would have done? I'd put my head down, act like he just broke my heart, walk out there and say, I'll I'll see you in court. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was that but but again, it's just the it's just that that the difference between Paul and Gene. Gene always has a smile on his face and is always lighthearted and funny. Paul looks at a guy with a fucking phone recording this and calls him a prick on the cruise. But that earlier, the caveats and also this, everybody's seen it now. Sebastian Bach comes up and asks Paul a question. There's like 15 questions in the 10 seconds he was up there. What do you like to swim? What do you like to eat? What do you go for this? What do you do? (laughs) Whatever. But at one point, you could see Paul's sphincter from where oh. we were sitting get so he looked so nervous. So if I was there, if that was Gene in the or somebody else normal, yep, and saw, oh, here's Sebastian Buck, oh, here's Tracy Guns from Alley Guns, I'd have a smile on my face, like, oh, what's up, buddy? What yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, hey, everybody, it's the great Tracy Guns, guitarist from yep. Alley Paul was up there, like, what is he gonna say? Holy Didn't say fuck. a word. He was just like fucking serious as hell. Yep. And then, you know, he was trying to praise him, but Sebastian goes, you know, I love your book, man. Nobody knew about, you know, the whole fucking air thing. And the fucking- <laughs> me, me and Susan was like, was like oh, he's like, God. I didn't know about that stuff. Like your ear, man. Like- <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. well, I believe if you, it, it's really um, gives you freedom to breathe. If you tell the truth, right. I just what Bach brought Bach brought up the same Loomis videos. Yeah, and then Paul says that uh, they don't want to do anything and put anything on DVD and Blu-ray because technology is changing. That's why it's easier for them, <clears throat> cheaper, uh, for them to just have A and E do all the work. Yep. Which is again, he that's a it's a it's a it's a nice excuse because you're doing something that you don't want to do. Because spoiler alert, Paul, Blu-rays, DVDs, 4K, they're still being released. Okay, they're still out there. And if you don't think that if you put out Kissology 4, that that would sell instantly, then you just don't want to do it. It's the same thing with with a new album. He spins a yarn about why he doesn't want to put out an album. Now he has a story about why he doesn't want to put out another Blu-ray. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You want to put anything out? Yeah. You know, do you want to do anything? Do you want to give us anything? Yeah, it's just... Again, uh, it's frustrating being a fan of this band. It really is. But um, but but I just want to make sure I don't know what the timestamp is here, uh, Zeus. We did enjoy the cruise <laughs> for all the bitching and moaning we did. And we've done a lot of bitching and moaning, believe me, because that's what we do. 
right. can't recommend the cruise enough. We'll get to that as we wrap up in a minute, but yeah. Uh, Tom, you went and saw Richie Kotzen with the ghost of Sonny Pooney. Yep. I went with Tony. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, and I mean this in all sincerity, and me and Sonny have texted on the side, and I said this to Tony, I am late to the Richie Kotzen party. I fucking love this guy. I am a huge fan. I knew nothing about him. All I knew was that I used to just, we used to just tease Sonny about him. This guy's voice is incredible. I never realized how soulful and bluesy his voice is. It's, it, it is incredible. And he's, he's in a three piece. He's got a great bass player, great drummer. He's an, he's a really cool guitarist. It was not what I expected because I didn't know anything about him. I know that he's in the winery dogs who I love. That's a, that band is fantastic. Um, but I was really, I was really impressed. It was a, he played in the spinnaker, which was cool. Cause it was a very, uh, quiet, low key lounge type of atmosphere. Um, and while we're, while we're while Tony and I are sitting there, all of a sudden who walks in Paul Stanley and Eric singer, and they just walked right in. Like they were regular people walked over to the side. Um, because earlier in the week, people were saying how much Paul like loves Richie Kotzen, like loves his voice and loves his style. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed. And I said this last week when we did the, the part one recap, the bands that I weren't familiar with, you know, whether it's LA maybe or plush or Richie Cotson, like these were the bands I really had a good time with on this cruise. That's glad. I'm, I'm glad yeah. to hear it. Uh, yeah. unlike, uh, our, our friend on ARC, I actually commend if you can actually like a new artist that you're not close minded and go with the. Oh, it's not Baruto. Hey, I threw it out. My guy threw it. That CD is in pieces oh. somewhere on highway. Hey, I was fucking to drove off the cliff if I. Okay. <laughs> fucking anyway. Baruto. No, I'm glad you liked it. I didn't get a chance to see him. I had no interest in seeing him. You know me. I'm yeah. I'm way stubborn, more yeah. stubborn than you. It takes a lot for me to like something, but I do. If if I don't sit there and hate it just because I'm supposed to hate it. Uh, I just, sure. I didn't get a chance oh, got, to listen yeah, to you. him. So, but there were other yeah. acts that I did catch that I really did enjoy. And, uh, yep. so now it's our last night. Uh, we didn't catch riot. We didn't catch Mickey James. We did catch the end of kiss karaoke. And, and this is when, this is when fuck? I was, yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't feeling great again. Like my, it was kind of the head cold was kind of kicking into gear again. We, uh, we ended up staying till one o'clock when it closed. Uh, we had a song to play, but they didn't call our act before we went up there. We were going to do once again, we were going to do You Wanted the Best. Jeff, we had a bunch of uh, other ideas. He wasn't drunk enough, as he told me. So he's like, no, no let's not do this one. Let's not do it. And by How could he not be drunk name, enough? He wasn't sober all week. I don't know. I don't know. We were. I, I was trying to convince him to do It's My Life. Okay. So I will do the ace part. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Or do another song and I'll sing it the verse as ace. Okay. Um, but he was just like, no, let's not do this. And then finally, Jeff Kinsley was going to jump in. And so was fellow handsome man, Kevin Jepson. Oh, jeez. The four Christ. of us were going to go up to do that. And we didn't get a chance, unfortunately. But our man, the main guy, Alan. Oh, God. But I'm just wondering, what is up with all the dicks I have seen this weekend? I went to Tava San Lucas, I went to San Ensenada, and everyone was trying to ask me to buy fake dick 
minutes in the shape of coffee mugs. What's up with that? I said, they said they were begging me to pay in American dollars for fake dicks. I said, well, why would I want to buy a fake dick? I already have a real one. <laughs> Go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna end the show with him singing. You'll see. It'll be him. Okay. And our outro. All right. Perfect. But you heard him. He was talking about all the dicks and all the people offering him steroids and fucking Viagra and shit. And, and when he, he says dicks, in Mexico. Yeah. When he says dicks, he means like penises, yes. not people who are acting like dicks. He means like like the actual dick. Throughout the whole song, he is holding a fucking blow up dick with balls and everything in it. <laughs> and he's singing let's put the X in sex to close out Kiss Karaoke with a dick in his hand. <laughs> Mind you, Poor he Alan. had already done Take It Off where he had stripped down to literally his boxers. Yep. Literally. What the fuck? Yep. So. Rough. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. And then we get now we have the travel day from hell the following day, yeah, uh, where I got in a fight with the guy on the uh, flight. <laughs> Zeus missed this because yeah, he was, you said he'll. I'll tell you on the cruise. Okay. I mean, so, I'll tell you said I'll tell you on the episode. Okay. I didn't. I missed it. I had no idea what happened. Okay, so we get up at seven thirty to yep. get off the cruise. You got to get yep. ready. Yep. People are like, oh, you can put your bag out at night. They'll take it, and tag it, and then you can pick it up in an area. This and this and that. Or or you can just bring out yourself. We're like, fuck it. We're taking our luggage out in the morning. Yep. We get up. We get our luggage. Everyone's like, oh, you got to go in this section. We're just zipping by everybody Dude, like we, we, mass we holes. Cut, we, we cut are. about 100 people. And Tracy's like, uh, 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 well, like just, just come with us. Come with us, assholes. This is what yeah. we do. Mass holes from Massachusetts. Yep. yep. We're just like, just come with us. Put our head down. Fucking got off the boat within like 15 minutes. And then uh, it was like we got dropped off in a fucking third world country. Oh, totally. 400 people, at least, sitting there waiting to get Uber. Yep. Uh, Band members, Zach, Bruce, Todd, all these people. Everyone's, it was a clusterfuck getting out. Yep. Thank God we had Tracy and her expertise got us uh, Uber while everybody else was waiting. And we walked up in front. To get out of the main crowded area. Now, this is mind you, we started our day at 7:30. We finally said goodbye to everybody. We get on our Uber, we get to the airport. Now we, our flight's not till 1 1 30, I think, Tom. 145. Yep. Yep. And then that's a fucking five five hour flight. Yep. To Boston. Three hours it goes back. Yep. And this is when we were on the flight. You said something happened. Yeah. And now, meanwhile, let me let me paint the picture even more i have one of those head colds where my nose is literally like a faucet it it just won't stop running and, and i'm congested and i have travel packs of tissues and i'm wiping my nose and blowing my nose and i'm just like fucking miserable I'm like great now i gotta get on an airplane for five hours so the flight from boston to la was jet blue and that was okay the seats were big leg room was big good nice i'm like okay Dude, the fucking plane from LA to Boston 
we were like shoved into like a fucking shoebox. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, gentle. Awesome. This is fucking brutal. Okay. So Zeus has the window seat. I'm in the Thank middle, you, Tom. Thank I'm you. In, yeah, I'm in the middle. And I got little fucking Mr. Puke boy puke because he would look like a little puke, not because he did puke. This old fucking guy with his little skinny jeans sitting on the aisle seat. Now, I, I, I can't move. I'm miserable. My nose is running. I'm like, this is just terrible. So I have my tissues in my pocket. I pull one out. I'm trying to blow my nose and wipe my nose. Not trying to be too obnoxious. I put my tissue back into my pocket. The guy next to me pauses the movie that he's watching. Looks at me. goes, can you watch the elbow? I looked. I looked at him. I go, excuse me. I go, are you aware of the size of me and my friend and the size of these seats that we're in? He goes, just watch the elbow. I go, listen, asshole, don't <laughs> fuck with me anymore. This flight is bad enough. And that was it. And then the two of us never said another word for the rest of the trip. Dude, where? what was I snoring? You No, I think you had your headphones on. You were watching fucking Clerks 3. Oh, yes, <laughs> Clerks 3. That's right. Yeah. So then we get off the plane. First of all, we can't find a gate. So we're fucking taxiing for like 10 minutes. Oh. Then we finally get off the plane. You leave your phone on the plane. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you got to run back to get it. Oh. Then we get down to the baggage carousel. We're waiting for like 45 minutes for our bags. Okay. While we're waiting for our bags, what did you do? Take a you shit? Took, what? Well, no, you didn't <laughs> take a shit. You did what a mature 49-year-old adult male would do. And what you took it? a Shout It Out Loudcast sticker and stuck it on the <laughs> luggage carousel. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Now, while we're waiting for our luggage, I look over and the guy I got in a fight with is over there. And I'm like, I should have known this fucking asshole would say something. The guy had his phone on a belt clip. (laughs) I'm like, you fucking little. And he had black jeans and white sneakers. I'm like, what are you, Jerry Seinfeld? (laughs) Fucking. I was so. Now, again, my nose. I can't. I'm like, now I'm running out of like tissues. And our driver who was taking us back to get our cars. He's been sitting out there waiting for, it was literally, then we get in the car and I'm like, oh, like we're on our way home. Wonderful. Then we hit bumper to bumper traffic (laughs) on 93 because they're doing road construction. It was just like, what the fuck? It was like our penance for having such a great week on the cruise. Um, Yeah. I didn't get home to midnight. How about you? Me too. too. Midnight. Yep. Yeah. Midnight. Started our day at 730 in the morning. And our body and our bodies thought it was nine o'clock at night because we were still on LA time. Yeah. Oh, it was just oh god. Traveling. I said this to Zeus. If we do the cruise next year or whatever, I don't give a fuck how much it costs. Walking by those first class seats in jet blue, I'm like, we need one of those. <laughs> it, it was like this, it was like in Seinfeld when he goes, Maybe if you worked a little harder, <laughs> you know, because the, these they were like small apartments. Yeah, you know, com- comparatively speaking. Yeah. Oh. So it was funny because it, it was a long time. That trip was whatever. And we kept saying it, dude, if I'm running for office, yeah. I am running on a platform of three things. Yep. I'm going to fix airline traffic. I'm going to get rid of ticket price fees and I'm going to fix the fucking hotel rooms, which cost as I think Jeff was telling me, yeah, I was going to get a room for $92. I saw the rate. 
by the time I was done, is $228. Yeah. Taxes, fees, room residency, occupancy tax. Fix those three things are my, that's my platform. Dude, air. Tra- I looked at Zeus and said, maybe we should do a dorm damage episode on how bad fucking air travel is. What to do. The fact that it hasn't changed from these poor fucking schlubs grabbing your shit, chucking it on some fucking thing, taking their time, and you waiting like like a fucking child. We literally waited. Carousel. Beep. Yep. And then it starts up again. And then one at one luggage comes out and then it stops for the next 20 minutes. Dude, it's like being in a bread line. Yeah. It's like you're all just standing there pathetic waiting for some uh, shit that, bag to take that, your that, bags. That, is that my luggage? That, that, right. That, that, that. Is that my bag? I think I see my bag. Oh, here's my bag. Here's the other part to it that fucking annoys me. Let's say I'm I'm like, I want to complain. Like, like I like go to the manager, like a Karen. Who are you going to complain to? Nobody. Who are you going to and say, hey. We've been waiting here 45 fucking minutes. Yep. Where the fuck is our shit? We've been here for four hours. <laughs> Who do you go to? There's nobody. You're fucked. You're That's lucky right. we put you on this flight. Fuck you. No no accountability. None. 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 And so you get there. You wait like a schmuck. Your stuff comes off. You get it when you get it. That's it. How about the fact that we get there? Our flight got there early. Early. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can't use this because somebody else is in our run in our spot. Yeah. So now we got to go to a different gate. Now we have to wait because now there's a line. Why the fuck are we getting punished? Yep. How is it still this way? But to wait almost an hour to get your bags. Oh, you can't because that's the FAA. No, it's not. It's the government. No, it's not. It's no, the it's not. union it's, that's it, doing that. No, it's actually the it's, airline traffic. It's, right. like, it's Massport. It's Logan Airport. It's who the fuck, fuck is right. in charge here Horrendous. to say, I want to grab my luggage? Who do you go to to say to somebody, hey, fuck face. I waited an extra hour and a half. I missed this. I did this. I want a refund. Not like only that, Zeus. If, if you went to a restaurant and you're like, you brought out my soup an hour and a half later, and it's cold. Not only that, when we booked these this flight with JetBlue, we had to pay a baggage fee. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Brutal. Just anyway, fucking, that's, anyway our, that, that's our thing. You know we love to bitch, and we can't, we can't not share our travel disaster with you. But that being said, let's wrap it up here. What, what, what do you think? Final thoughts. I don't know. Our buddy Jericho just got back to us because we just wished him a happy birthday. And he says, how was the cruise? Uh, well, if you listen to this episode, um, you'll know, you'll know, brother. Honestly, let's say this, Tom, I'll, I'll give you my opinion. Go ahead. It's not so much just the cruise. Now, I'm not one of these fucking kiss tards and cruise tards that is like, oh, my God, I've met my family on this cruise. Yeah. These are my best new friends. If you go with a good group of people. You can have the time of your life and it's surrounding kiss shit. Now, if I was at a uh, modern fine art cruise, would I have the same fun? No, but that is like an equal part. The people you're with and this kiss combined, it's a combination. So I fucking loved it. I had a great time. I'm with you. I'm with uh, Tony. I'm with Tracy, Trot, uh, Steve. I'm seeing Kiss all over the place. I'm seeing some celebrities. We're talking to bands. We're hearing great music. We see Kiss Tard shit. We're meeting loudcasters. We're having fun. We're make, meeting new people that we didn't know before and hanging out with them. You combine that with the freedom of a 49-year-old man 
who doesn't have to deal with fucking people calling his law office about stupid shit, who, you know, gets a a a a little bit of reprieve from, you know, the day-to-day of being a single dad. All this stuff. I can't tell you how much I loved it. But we're fucking shouting out loudcast. We have to bitch. We're from Massachusetts. That's what we do. I one time somebody called me, told me. I think it was an old girlfriend once told me, Tom, that I am a professional bitcher. That's yes. what I'm the best at, bitching about shit. And yes. that I enjoy to be disappointed so I can bitch. And I'd rather have shit bad happen so I can bitch about it than have a fine, nice trip. And that's I'm like, what, that's why we go on the cruise. I think she's right. She's right. Yeah. I want to get into traffic so I can yell, you fucking dumbass. That's exactly right. I want to wait one hour for my bag so that I can bitch about my bags. <laughs> That's right. But overall, I had a great time. Was it better than last year's cruise? I, I probably think it was. I had more fun because I think I was used to it. Yeah. And I didn't get sick. Um, I'm not sure. The, the I think the music was maybe a little bit better this time. Although I liked Night Ranger last year, there was an act that I really liked of, of, of all the acts now, but I think I had a better time. I had a lot more fun. The people in our room were great. I didn't fucking sleep with a grizzly bear. Not to fucking say anything bad about our buddy Sonny and his brother. They're awesome which, people, but go ahead. Which, by the way, somebody was asking for uh, recorded snoring. There wasn't a new record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, they were awesome last year, our cruise mates. They're awesome this year. I'm just saying overall, it was just easier because I think we were also veterans. Mm. Now we knew what to expect. We knew where to go. We knew what to do. We knew what we wanted. We didn't have to hit everything. We took our time with everything. I had a great time. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I mean, obviously we did, you know, we do all the bitching and stuff, but just the environment of being on a cruise, me and Zeus together, but then being there with Tony and Tracy who are fantastic. First of all, for for all the shit we give Tony, we love the kid. Tracy is an absolute sweetheart. They were great cabin mates. We had a great week. Steve and his buddies that we become friends with, that Pennsylvania crew, obviously Trot, we love seeing him. Running into Jeff and his girl, Michelle, wonderful people. I mean, that's what you go on these cruises for. Um, and for me, I've said it many times, I really enjoyed the non-kiss activities this time around the bands the events with gene and paul kiss yeah i mean you love kiss we've seen him so many times i mean yeah did we did we kind of run him through the the grinder there with the sail away show and the indoor show the set list yeah of course it is but it's kiss on the cruise with us everybody together um you know it's a once in a lifetime experience you know we're lucky enough we've done it twice it, it's just something that you really have to be there to experience it, waking up, looking at your schedule and being like, okay, what awesome thing am I going to do today where I don't have to go anywhere? I don't have to drive anywhere. I can eat what I want. I could drink what I want. I can do whatever I want literally for a week. I think I'm becoming like a cruise tard Yeah, because I used to be like, because I used to be like ah, cruises, but it's like a fucking fantasy land. It's the definition of a vacation. I will say the food wasn't as good at the buffet. I I agree with that. I agree with that. The food wasn't as good. The bi- um, they didn't have the options. The burgers, 
fucking horrendous. Dude, they tasted like Nerf footballs. They <laughs> yeah. were not good. Hockey pucks. Yeah. They just, yeah. They didn't have the ice creams either. They had yeah. some soft serve. It was always fucking gross. So could, they didn't have the with a straw. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have the buckets where they would fucking, there was a lady scooping them out and they would change them afternoon and night yep. and you'd have different flavors and you're trying it, something new. They didn't have that. Yeah. Um, the food wasn't as good, but uh, overall, uh, tons of fun. Yeah. Tons of great memories. I, I think last year I enjoyed the headliners more because I love Night Ranger. I love Queensryche. I did enjoy seeing Black Label Society for the first time, experiencing them. I, I thought Buck Cherry was fun. I tried Striper. I'm not a fan. Obviously, we love Bruce Kulik, but I really, the thing that kind of was really interesting and fun for me was seeing stuff like Plush and Sisters Doll and Alley Maybe and Black Savage in those small club type bands. Last year, I didn't really do much of that. Um, so it, it's hard to say which one is better. Two very, very different experiences, both amazing. Um, I don't know. Maybe this year was a little bit better because it was our second year. We really knew how to navigate the ship mm -hmm. and navigate our daily schedule. And I also felt this year, too, that there weren't a lot of conflicts. I felt like last year it was like, OK, do you want to go to this show or that show this yeah. year? There really was none of that. Like you you could if you wanted to see, you know, plush at seven o'clock, there was really nothing else going on at seven o'clock. You know what I mean? And that's the thing for me, like. When you go on these cruises, you don't have to hit everything. Exactly. So many, oh, that like, too. I don't have FOMO on this cruise. I the only thing I have to see are Bruce's band. Yeah. And then any kiss show that I'm that's gonna right. Yeah. But not all the kiss events. Like I don't care if I'm seeing I'm missing Paul Paul picks peas out of his own asshole. Like, right, right. I, I don't right. give a fuck about that shit. Right. But the other stuff, like I'm like, okay, I can see this. I don't, or I can just go to the fucking casino, or I can just hang on the deck with uh trot and have ice cream. Exactly. Like, whatever yep. I want to do, I can yep. do it in my leisure. And I don't do it for the fucking excursions off oh, the fucking oh, I was just gonna say that. I th th that th that if if the if the ship never stopped, I wouldn't even care. Yeah, I think if it drove thing, around in a circle for five days, I'd be fine. I think Belize is the best stop, and that's the other thing. Oh, by far Belize was the best stop we've had. By far. And, and, you know, we didn't get off at Honduras or fucking uh, Taco Ensalada, <laughs> whatever that was. And then uh, the other one was uh, the, the I don't know, fucking uh, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo and uh, Pablo Escobar's uh, yeah. island, whatever the fuck yeah. we landed. Exactly. So other than that, I, I think uh, I think I would, you know, the, the funny thing is maybe I'll change my mind tomorrow. I think yeah. I like this cruise a little bit better. Yeah. But they were both great. And so it makes me think I am so far. I think we're, uh, we're going to go forward for next year just because it's a, a yearly vacation. Well, plus next year is going to be different. It's going to be interesting because it's going to be different. Do I really miss, am I going to miss the indoor kiss show? Not really. No, no, we're not. And I'll tell you right now, we, ra we rave about how much we love the Bruce Kulik band. Dude, the fucking Gene Simmons band next year may be better than anything. Oh, absolutely. If he has like the guys, the the talisman with him. Dude, that's where I'll hear. Where, that's where, where you guys going? I thought we have a gig next week. Yeah, see you later, Ace. What about my rock and roll fantasy camp? Yeah. I will tell you, in my opinion, and I don't know this firsthand, but I think they would be see ya as soon as Gene calls you to Ace. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Right. But anyways, great trip. Um, you know, a huge thanks to Tony and Tracy 
and Steve and his buddies from Pennsylvania and Trot and Jeff, Michelle, and Michelle, and, and like the rest the, of the loudcasters. Yeah, and just uh, our crew. Yeah, and all the, everybody. It was it was just it really is you know and, and you know on a very quick quick personal note here you know the year that i have had um it's i i i i needed something like this and it was a really nice getaway uh and i really thank zeus and especially my mom for booting me in the ass and pushing <laughs> me into this because i really didn't think i was going to want to do it and i'm 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 glad i did it it was uh it was a good time for sure we all enjoyed having you, brother. And uh, Tom, what we do next is we do question of the week. What do you got? Yeah. So I love these questions that I can kind of bank on them and then use them on the episode kind of that's related to it. So this one comes from Alex on Facebook. And this one says, guys, since next year's cruise is not going to have the band in makeup, what do you think Kiss is going to A? call the cruise and be what will the logo or the t-shirt design be because mm. as of right now obviously you guys can't see this but i'm wearing the kiss cruise 10 excuse me 11 shirt and it shows the band dressed up with like a little sailor hat but they got their costumes and their makeup on and this one was called kistery at sea last year it was called psycho circus and they had their faces painted. so next year Alex wants to know what we think. What's the theme or the name of the cruise going to be if there's no makeup shows? Uh, I think it's a great question. I never even thought of that. Well, I think next year they're going to do a big 50th anniversary box set for the debut album. That's what I think. And I think they're going to probably do something like about the debut album. No, no, no. I'm talking, but I'm talking about. I know. Oh, on I'm the sorry. cruise. I yeah, think go that's going to be their theme. Really? They'll put yeah. Why not? What? What? Because they're not going to play in makeup. I don't think. I, I, okay. I think no, it's going to be called Kiss Cruise Twelve. Every year they've had a clever name, like like I said, Kistery at Sea. One year they did Creatures of the Deep, or whatever. I I wonder what they're going to do if they're going to embrace that because they're saying that they're going to do the Sail Away show, and then you'll have Paul Stanley Soul Station and the Gene Simmons Band and all this other stuff. So I I think it's going to be interesting. You're right. Maybe it will be the fiftieth. Maybe it'll be that. It'll be like, you know, the 50 years at sea or, or 50, whatever. Maybe you're right. That, that's a good way to look at it. I didn't even think yeah, about it. Yeah, 50 years. I think uh, they'll uh, it'll encompass the whole 50 years of the debut album. Or maybe they'll skip ahead and they'll go hotter than hell and they do a box set for that. Right. 74, right? Right. And we're leaving in 2024. So who knows? But I, actually, I, I, I think it's Kiss, two th- I think it's Kiss uh, Cruise Cruise 12. Yeah, no, that's actually a good point too, because this cruise is not taken off until January twenty four. Um, so interesting. I don't know. Either way, uh, good question. I love thinking of things like that. What Kiss is going to do, Alex? Thank you for uh, for sending in that question. We appreciate it. Tom, where can people find us? Please start with our website. Everything is there. Shout it out loudcast dot com. Shout it out loudcast dot com. All of our episodes there. Everything from shout it out loudcast episodes to our ARC. Zeppelin Chronicles, Dorm Damage, and we just dropped a new Dorm Damage talking about the Ringer's list of the 50 best movie soundtracks of all time. You can check out all those, all of our rankings, album covers, songs, etc. Everything's there. You can click on links to join our Patreon as we did that earlier in the show. We talked about that. Huge thanks to Ray Cordova for joining the Patreon family. Uh, You can click on links there. Use our Amazon shopping link. Buy merch. You can 
buy some awesome stuff with our shout out loudcast logo. The website has it all. You can send messages directly from there. You can comment on episodes there. Everything's there. Please check that out. That's where it all starts. Uh, and then our email, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please send us the emails. We read them all. We might not get to reading all of them on the show, but we do read them all. We see them all. And of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Please check us out on there. Tag us, DM us, anything. We're involved in all that stuff. Uh, and we did mention Patreon. I want to mention them again. Thank you guys so much for everything you do. And not, again, another shout out to Ray. And we always like to say that we are proud to be part of the Pantheon Podcast Network of shows. Tons of great shows. Check them out. Pantheonpodcast.com. We're there. Tons of other great ones. Tom, people can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You do. That is consistently growing, as I say, every week. Yep. We appreciate when you sign up and subscribe. Please go over. Hit the subscribe button and you'll get any of our new episodes. Then please give us one of those five star Star. child reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Facebook, Podchaser, wherever you can give us a five star review. It helps the show. It's one of those things that I like to say when people ask, how can we help the show? First, Patreon. Second, give us one of those five-star child reviews. And also, we always like to tell people they can go to our Amazon store. That helps the show as well. You'll see that on our uh, shoutitoutloudcast.com website. So you go there, you click on our Amazon store, and gold nuts, buy up, buy everything. And uh, after that, Tom, I always like to tell people, make sure they want to email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Um, Tom, what I like to end with is always famous last words. Do you got any? I do. But before we get to famous last words, I want to jump on what you said about leaving reviews and recommendations, because we do have a Facebook recommendation, a new one. So if you're not familiar, if you're not familiar with this, it's Facebook's version of like doing a review. We got one from Steve Folsom. Oh, cool. So he used the recommendation function and said, Steve Folsom recommends Shout It Out Loudcast. And then his comment was the kiss pod to follow with three exclamation points. Steve Folsom, thank you for taking the time to do that. That is huge. We appreciate it very much. That's an awesome thing that you did for us. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, Tom, you got those famous last words for us? I'm a man. I'm no baby. And you're looking every inch. A lady, you're good looking, and you're looking like you should be good. Come on and love me. Yeah, baby. Sitting in the back, her head down in my lap, the moonlight shining down on her hair. The radio was playing, her fingertips were straying, her mama didn't know she was there. No. Wow, that's poetry, baby. Yep. Uh, Tom, thank you. Kiss Army, thank you. Loudcasters, thank you. Kiss Cruisers, Kiss Tards, Jeff Trot, Hotter Than Hell, Steve Wright, Jeff Kinsley and Michelle. All our Loudcaster friends we met on the cruise, Tom Selleck, Montreal, Doug, and more. 
thank you for a fucking awesome time. Guys, thank you so much for everything. Uh, all of your contributions to the show, whether it's through Patreon or just through interaction, uh, you guys are the best. And just thank you to everybody out there for making this cruise just a fucking blast of a week. Our cabin mates, of course, Tony and Tracy, we love you guys. And then Steve and his Pennsylvania buddies, Trot, Jeff, Michelle, everybody that we spent time with during the week. It was just amazing. Um, just really, really a great time. And Zeus is always my friend. What a trip. Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. So here's a song. Here's a song. That is a celebration of two of my obsessions. One of those obsessions is Kiss, and the other obsession is genealogy. And this song ties into both of those. It's about a subject that I know y'all all like, whether you're too shy to admit it or not. Here it goes. DJ, say less. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.